This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. I'm Jimmy Lang. And we're just two guys who have no other trace now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. This mm. week, Frankenstein's Be Wildin' as we watch Spine 351 of the Criterion Collection. Victor Arise's The Spirit of the Beehive from 1973. But first, RJ, mm. um, are your headphones on right? Hey, why don't you why don't you mind your own business? What's going on here? And I'll I'll, I'll find a I'll, I'll like you to stay out of my personal affairs. How does that sound? I don't, what's happening here? I just needed a little extra oomph on one side, so I just kind of popped it. I see. I just popped okay. it up for a second, and then uh, okay, okay, you pop her back. Okay. You know, and you know, I thought we lived in a free country, Jared. Yeah, I just I don't know. I thought maybe you might have been like in distress. Trying to, send, trying, trying to send me a message. Send you, no, if I'm, this is my in distress thing. Oh, okay. So if you do the Jordy Visor um, top over the eyes, that's yeah. when I know that I need to call the cops. That's a, a call the police because something really bad is about to happen to you. Oh, wait. Oh, then you wouldn't want to give me a warning. Well, I mean, it depends on how I feel that day. I see. Depends on if you ask the right questions or not weird depends on if you try that don't air place and you tell me if it's good or not so that i can i I can i can i can see right the don't air place (laughs) yeah that people listening totally know about yeah yeah what 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 kind of don't air sauces do you think they've got probably just plain jane the run of the mill run of the mill sauce do you think it's even remotely spicy no no i would doubt that very much i bet it's sweet sauce for sure it's not not tangy no i don't think so Remember, remember when we were going for those donairs? Yeah, that place was awesome. Yeah. And Andrea didn't like it too much, but uh, I, I, I'm like, man, I could really use one of those donairs. Oh man! I mean, they said that that hunk of all the meats just they, they just cook and slowly move and circle uh, about, and then the guy would go into shave mode, and he wasn't rude, but he wasn't unkind, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, he he was indifferent. And that's the way it you know, should be. Yeah, he served it up. He didn't ask questions, yeah. and he didn't he didn't want us to ask questions either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know what country those uh, broadcasts were coming from. Those those news broadcasts. I don't. I don't know what sort of messages he was getting. But... I mean, he could have been on 4chan with Ollie Granger. Mm-hmm. You never. You never know. That's right. Troubling stuff, yeah. my friend. It's true. Very troubling very troubling i got bit by a wasp the other day you got bit by a wasp yeah the son of a bitch came right at me too like it flew right into my leg and immediately bit me like it didn't even give me a warning didn't fly by my head or anything he didn't like the cut of your jib no he came right at me man good right at me (laughs) when's the last time you got bit by a wasp uh well i had like a i had i had never been bitten by a wasp my entire life until one day, while house sitting out on a, an acreage, mm. uh, walking through a kitchen, and I stepped on something, and then it was like, oh, it feels like a like a hot ember I just stepped on. It's like, mm-hmm. oh fuck, I just stepped on a fucking wasp. And he bit right through your foot. I was like, while well, I was walking around in like bare feet. Oh, uh, no, but I mean, like that's what like he bit and, through your foot too. Well, he bit my foot. He didn't bite right through it? 
He didn't bite right through it, no. Like with and, power and, then, and ferocity. But then, like, a month later, mm-hmm. um, back, back at home, I went to go lay on the couch and kind of, like, pulled up a pillow. And suddenly I, 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 felt, yeah, I felt like the same feeling, this, like, hot ember feeling on my scalp. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, oh. I was like, I had no idea. And, of course, I'm like, I'm, I don't know. You always wonder, like, am I allergic to this shit? Am I, yeah. going to have a, am I going to have a bad reaction? But I guess that's more like bee stings. I don't know about wasps stings. I don't think, I think everyone, no one likes getting bit by insects of any kind or attacked or bit by any animal really or, or person. I just, I mean, I just don't like insects at all. Plot period. Not even getting bit. I don't even like seeing them. What about ladybugs? Fuck them. What? I'll flick that son of a bitch right into oblivion. Wow. Just, Wow, I th- man. Well, spiders are good for the environment. Yeah, I know. I don't care. I'm going to crush those bugs. Wow. And I'm going to bring them to you. The hypocrisy. Yeah. Well, bugs don't have feelings. It's okay. I see. I like mammals and like uh, other animals and stuff like that. Higher do, life but... forms, RJ. There's a, there's, yeah. a, there's a real hierarchy over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In- insects don't have like conscious thought, dude, or like emotional feelings, man. So it's like... It's not really like a crime that we you, that, like, squish yeah, a bug that we know of. No, I did. I did the testing. Yeah, I looked into it. Yeah, yeah, I checked it out. I, I'm sure all, everyone's done that at some point. Back in 1960s, filmmakers they knew too. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, they, I they, they did all the testing. I vet. I vetted this. Okay. Some uh, yeah. extreme vetting. Some yeah, would there'll, say there'll, there'll be never a point in time where there'll be any just change to that. Mindset. No. No. One one not, way or another. Not on my watch, at okay. least. All right. Hey, we're, so, we're skirting so over the big deals. What, yeah. What what, what? what? Bug killer? What? What are we? What are we? I was gonna over? say. People want to know. Did you go get one of those huge breakfasts or not? No. One of the Grand Forks. I Why didn't... not? Because it's disgusting. People want to know. Nothing about nothing that you described sounded good. That sounded like you, a, you don't want that some like a bad salad? time. No. And scrambled eggs. Especially not scrambled eggs. Especially no. one served by Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, what kind of numbers did that do? Or, or, or is, uh, is anyone did, did, yeah, did anyone get rich? Uh, I don't believe so. Let me go check. Uh, videos are kind of like um, like I like the video quite a bit, but uh, see on if I pull up the Instagram, it doesn't even show how many likes are there. It just shows how many plays it has. So I don't know. Videos are kind of weird on Instagram, but uh, I know uh one person who liked it a lot. It was me. It was you. I liked it a lot. So so there you go. Yeah. yeah. That's all I had for you, Jared. Oh. I just want, when are you going to go? You should try one of those breakfasts. You should do it on your birthday. No. <laughs> just ruin your birthday. Yeah, I want to wreck my day <laughs> with 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 Baylog's breakfast bomb? Bre- breakfast bomb in your guts. I but, mean, what's the worst that could, that could happen? Butt bursting. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean, Jared? I know. I know. What, yeah. what, what, so what have you been up to this week, you scamp? I just told you, killing bugs. Wow. Well, besides that. Uh, I feel like I actually did do something that was, like, of note that, that was, I was that going was, to talk that, about. Well, that was cool. No, not even cool. Well, just like, I mean, uh, nothing beats watching fan videos on YouTube. But I mean, you but might that, have to but, describe but, that. But that's another story. You might have to describe what uh, that all entails. You no, know what I mean. I don't. 
No? I have no idea what that means. I just made that okay. up from, from okay. whole cloth. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. I did uh, I did start diving into some other stuff. I'm not going to tell you about that, though. Good. Don't care. <laughs> Don't care. No way. Uh, I've I've been reading, Jared. You've reading. Uh, you picked up books. I don't know how to read, but I, I pretend I flip the pages and then uh, and then I put them down and people now, go, "Wow, do you read so, that already?" So did you study others reading to like figure out the timing to create a uh, a convincing mimic? No, I just I I just wait until I see people's eyes kind of look at me and then I flip the page. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, and it creates the illusion that's, that's, that, that could I've be been that could be pretty suspicious though. Uh, it's worked so far because they'll be looking over at you. You'll be making eye contact and then, like really brushly go. Oh, page. Oh, oh. I'm reading. Uh, I'm reading. <laughs> that was just something commonly commonly that people say out loud. I'm I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm 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 reading this book. I'm reading. I'm reading this book right now, Jared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what book read... are you? What book are you pretending to read? Uh, well, I I just read. I already. Finished pretending to read Revival, that Stephen King book. It's very uh, Frankenstein and Lovecraft, kind of. It's also Midnight Massey, which I find funny because Revival is what Flanagan was supposed to do before he made Midnight Mass. And it's uh, it's not about vampires, but it's um, it's similar in a sense. It's kind of about a pre- preacher mm. who uh, changes uh, people's lives in miraculous ways. Hmm. But it's kind of it's it's more Lovecrafty, Jared. Lovecrafty. Did, did you see on Twitter uh, all the people talking about how amazing Midnight Mass is and that it was robbed of uh, Emmy nominations? I mean, awards are meaningless, is what I would like to tell people first and foremost. The Emmys mean nothing. Are you saying it's the fans who matter? It's it's not that either. <laughs> oh, it's dollar bills, baby. That's all that matters in that game. Bay Bay. Mm-hmm. So I read that, and that was pretty good. And now I'm reading... I didn't know. Did you know Joe Bob uh, has a bunch of books under his real name? I Joe Bob Briggs? did not know that, I don't think. He, uh, he's he got a true crime book called uh, Evidence of Love about uh, Candy Montgomery. Do you, have you ever heard of that lady? Nope. She's from Texas in the 80s. And uh, the reason I heard about it was from the Joe Bob event. Someone asked him a question, because this year alone, Jarrett, they made not one but two television shows based on this uh, this book that Joe Bob wrote. God damn. One is called uh, Candy, and it stars um, Jessica Biel as, as the lead. Uh, and then the other one has Elizabeth Olsen in it, apparently. Um, so, I mean, she's kind of like a big actor in a sense, right? In a sense. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. Some people seem to really like that, like that lady, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Olsen. Anyways, I I don't know if I should spoil it for you, Jared, but it's uh, in in the uh, yeah, it's about this girl named Candy. Wow. So Love and Death is the Elizabeth Olsen one. She's playing Candy. Who else is in this? We got Jesse. Ooh, Jesse Plemons, Jared. He just got married. Yes, he did. Not to you, but uh, he got married. No, he yeah, he got married. He got yeah. he got away. Yeah. So Jesse Plemons is in this one. So he's the other kind of lead, and uh, Deep Roy. Oh my God! Do you remember Deep Roy, Jared? <laughs> uh, vaguely, yes. No, Deep Roy's not in this. Do you Do you remember Deep Roy though? He's uh-huh. the the Wonka guy. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not him. Uh, okay, interesting. Anyways, what what's going on in this one is uh, it's uh, a lady in Texas uh, gets axe murdered to death. So that's cool, right? Holy shit. How do you feel about that? <laughs> it's wild. Wild, Jared. Wild. So that's what I'm pretending to read at the moment. Not bad. It's not bad. Oh, I remember what I was going to tell you. It's not interesting. but uh, uh, So Andrea and I got a, a gift card to uh, Browns. You know about Browns? The, the social club? Yes, the social club. Uh, when was the last time you ever ate there? I ate there one time for lunch. Kind of... After it had been open, I guess maybe for six months, and I because I had no idea that it existed. Yeah, um, but that's about all I recall. It didn't really leave much of an impression. So, yeah, okay, I'm not I'm not a huge fan uh, before or after this experience. So we had the gift card, so we had to go, and um, had to. Well, I mean, it's it was free money, Jared. Well, how much did you want? How much did you end up spending? Uh, after the gift card, like $15. Okay. So it cost you 15 bucks. It cost me 15 bucks, but it would have cost more, I suppose. So, um, what was I going to well, say? How much was this gift card for? $25. Wow. So we got, yeah, you, we got you, like, guys, you guys really went all out. Well, we is, got like, is this after the tip, the $15? Uh, no, they, uh, they, what they do is they they get you to pay the tip. It was really weird. They get you to pay the tip first before they apply the gift card. They get you to select how much the tip is going to be based on the um like the total amount and then they do the gift card thing to take off the amount and then you owe what's left. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's the way they do that. So <laughs> So, anyways, we uh we just got like a couple appetizers, and then we got one order of fish tacos to split, because we were we were gonna go like do stuff after it was kind of like a quick bite, and uh, it took like like over an hour for one order, and the waitress just was like it, this always happens to us, not when we got there, and like a ton of tables that got there after us, they all got their food first. And then uh, this always happens to us for some reason. The uh, the waitress just started avoiding us because she knew <laughs> she was like she either forgot or like something happened. So she was just like avoiding us completely. Um, so like <laughs> she was walking around, and then at one point, like they they could tell there was something fucky was going on. So the uh, uh, the waitress came or the manager came over and was like, "Oh, we're sorry. We know you guys have been waiting for like twenty minutes." I was like, "Actually, I was like, it's been like an hour." I was like, "So." We'd like, you know, just like to pay for our appetizers. We'll 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 get out of here. And uh, she's like, "No, it's coming up right now." Like we promise, it's right in the window. And I was like, "Well, the was, win- like, the window of what?" Yeah, I don't know. She's like, "It's it's like right here." And I was like, "Okay." Oh, uh, I see the window of the kitchen. The kitchen window, yeah, yeah. in the window. Yes, I see. And, and uh, but uh, what what did she say? She was like, um. She's like, well, we'll give you a discount on all the food today, though. They're like, can we offer you a free dessert? And we're like, no, we we gotta go. We're like, took too long for you to serve us. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we'll give you a discount. And they brought it out, and it was what, fine. What kind of discount are we talking here, though? Uh, it was half off. Okay. So, I mean, that was better than nothing. They still got they still got some money out of you, though. They got a little bit. They got a little. Well, bit. can because you, you, I guess so. I guess that's why you still wound up paying fifteen dollars only fifteen dollars i guess yes because it would have been more uh yeah it would have been more it would have yeah. been more yeah yeah 
Cause so it was because now, now we're talking like it would have been like fifty dollars more, or like a total of fifty dollars in addition to the gift card. If we're talking, yeah. you know, half of twenty five. My goodness. If we're talking brown about. browns, come on, come on down. Sounds like some you're, people can't you're, handle you're, the brown. You're, you know you're, what I mean. Your food will be served within the window. Within the window. Well, within... but we will avoid you awkwardly because we're like, oh, where's their food at? And they'll go, and then mm-hmm. eventually it gets brought up. No, but huh? You go, huh? What? And then, and then they'll have some guy in the back, real abrasive type, who go say, "Fuck them." Fuck them. And they go, they I, wait. and they're like, I hate bugs. And then they wonder why, ah, the wasp bit me. <laughs> this guy's name is Dennis. <laughs> they say, oh my God. Yeah. And I go, yeah, that's right. So I, I mean, I just, I just wanted to like tell you about that, Jared, so that you don't also. So the, I, the, the brown uh, fate does not befall me as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because. I don't go there. I mean, I we wouldn't have gone there, but um, you know, for a one meal that was split, fish tacos, it's like is, that should have take took what like five minutes, mm-hmm. like tops, just like done, here you go. Anyways, I was I was pretty disappointed by it, Jer. It's pretty disappointed. I wanted you to share. No, you no that not disappointment. You, you you've decided to like escalate the situation without answer on on your platform. Yes. Yes. Well, they're a big conglomerate. I think they can take it. I think they can take it. Hashtag uh, fuck Browns. Fuck <laughs> oh, is that I, I I'll let you I'll let you be the first one to use that hashtag. <laughs> Just because uh, there's I there's I'm... definitely no way that could be misconstrued. None at all. None at all. Everyone will know we're talking about Canadian restaurant. <laughs> Brown social house, right? That's right. Yeah. So anyways, that was a thing that happened. I was, I was annoyed, and I was, <laughs> and I was just like, "What?" I was like, "I was like, it's fucking annoying." I was like, "Why does this always happen?" <laughs> so uh, we're not, uh, we're not gonna go out anymore. Those are some sounds you just made. I know. No. We might, we might get an air fryer. Maybe we'll make our own fish tacos. God damn it. God damn it. Have you ever had an air fryer? Uh, we've talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. What did you do this week, other than getting bit by wasps? Well, uh, having avoided that uh, i did get bit by mosquitoes oh yeah yeah they found me they'll get you they'll get you in your house oh yeah they'll get you yeah they'll, feast they'll get you on buster your brown flesh. on the, on your what flesh oh yeah that's unfortunate oh. how many bites you got <sighs> probably two or three do you use anything on those bites or you just no. let it go raw I, I raw dog it dog oh okay I uh, I find a, a polysporin with a little lidocaine in it, you know, like a little soothing agent. You just you a little dab, that'll do you. A little dab will do you. A little dab will do you. Well, you know what? It's fine. I don't. It's not. It's not that big a deal. Do you scratch them though? No. You don't scratch them at all. No. It's just every once in a while, like your hand kind of brushes across where it is. And you go, oh, fuck, and then, and then you forget about it. But you don't get itchy though. No. I guess. I mean, I guess some people are more allergic to than others though. To the to the bite. I was gonna say like, I can't not itch it. I think like no. not itching a mosquito bite that's kind of borderline like sociopath kind of stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, it'd be like it'd be like if you saw someone with like mosquitoes biting over all over them and they they're like I'm fine. Well, this I don't want to bother no one, me at no, all. No one likes to get bit. 
<laughs> but if it happens, it's like, oh, that sucks. And then you, oh. then you move on. Or you're like, goddamn, goddamn Skeeters. Skeeters got me. Yeah. Skeeters. Yeah, Skeeters are pretty bad. Yeah. You come over here, we don't have any bugs. Yeah. Yeah. But you can sweat it out over here for, with us. Ooh. Get yeah. real sweaty. Yeah. How's that no AC and like <sighs> 35 degrees or whatever it was today? Oh, it's it's horrible, man. Uh, sounds like sounds great. I know. Well, I mean, we're we're gonna do it, but we um, every by all accounts, it's better, it's easier and cheaper to get a furnace and an AC at the same time. And we figured the furnace is like somewhere along that line. Who, so we who we, told who told you this? What did a they, bunch did, of a bunch of things said. Did, this. Did, do they all sell them? Well, well, no, because it's like because you have to like mess around with all the stuff at the same time. So they're like, if you're they're like, if you're due to get one or the other and the other one soon, it's like just do them both at the same time. It's cheaper. So we're like, okay. Well, how long are you going to be until you're getting a new furnace? Whenever it gives out. I uh, so some sometime in the next six months to fifteen years. I uh, I don't know if it's got fifteen years. It's pretty old as it is. Okay. So. Like, I mean, it's still working, but I don't know, man. We could get one. We probably should. You know, I'm not I, uh, the affirmative. Yeah, you probably. I, should. I've been I've been sleeping down here all week. Andrew, Andrew's like, are you ever coming back upstairs? I was like, probably not, mm-hmm. as I can't. It's like even down here, I'm sweating. Yeah, buckets. I'm sweating right now. I'm sweating right now. Oh. See this? I see that. See this? You see this? Well, RJ. Yeah. Sweat it no more. Oh. As. We got emails. Females? Not very many, though. I don't know what's going on. And no? Th- someone's going to be brave enough to even ask the question of what's going on. But we're, no? we're not there yet. Okay. Want to hear from Keegan Day? Yeah. Yeah. Well, email entitled subject. Oh, interesting. Hey, creeps. Been a while. I've been busy watching Michael Bay and Lars von Trier movies and autistically ranking them on that Letterbox website. How was he ranking them? Anyway, you guys have mentioned that Jesus Franco guy a few times, and it's made me want to check him out. Which of his movies would you recommend starting off with? Maybe next year you guys could do Jamey uh, Frank May. <laughs> Did he add both of those Mays in there? Yeah. I kind of like that. That's pretty good. It's not bad. It's not too bad. Well, hmm. Well, you're the boss on this one. Jeez, what have I said in the past? It's, uh, you gotta watch a lot to start getting into it, and then you start enjoying them. So, like, what would the five to start be, then? I'm gonna look. Think of it like that. I'm looking at the most popular Franco films uh, on Letterboxd. The most popular what? The most popular Franco films. Mm. Um, mm. Succubus from 68 Venus and Furs from 69 and that's kind of I don't even know it's, they kind of blur after a while like which ones are which Diabolical Dr. Uh, Z or mm-hmm. Diabolical Dr. Z uh, that one's like pretty far removed from what his stuff winds up becoming like but it's, like, mm-hmm. it's very like 1960s like b horror movie stuff and it looks great it does look good it does look good mm. all those mm-hmm. movies have a, a look to them though 
And then there's women in prison and stuff I wouldn't bother with anytime soon unless you get real into it. But then, yeah, she, she killed in ecstasy is pretty good. And then, yeah, you got your vampiros lesbos and female vampire. and uh, the, the, there's It's not Count Dracula that's good, though. It's the uh, making of Count Dracula one that I like a lot. The title escapes me right now. I'm into uh, making of um, Count uh, Dracula. Count Sn- Dracula? Yeah. <laughs> that actually reminded me. Uh, we could talk about this in news, but did you see that trailer? Of what? The Munsters? No. <laughs> okay. I, I, wa- I, I watched a... Uh, it was like a quick thing. No, they put out a full one today. Oh. <laughs> I watched it with the sound off, Jarrett, and I went like this. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, man. Well, maybe we have to watch that live on the yeah, air. Yeah, sh- wait, should I pull it up, too? Because I didn't watch That's it news. Sound. That's news. If we remember, okay. if we remember, if we'll we do If we remember? It. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, that's who fair. knows? That's a long time from now. People are maybe hoping they'll forget. People are probably hoping we will forget. That's, for what, sure. that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, we'll see. That's nice to hear from uh, Keegan-Michael Key. Sugarhead. Oh, with an email titled "Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs," and there's Ooh. some like I'm not sure it's <laughs> hand claps or praises. I'm not sure what that emoticon's ever meant. Is Maybe it, it's uh, hand is farts. It, is it hand farts? Can you do the hand fart? Well, that's, no, I see. That's not what the emoticon looks like. What, what's the you sound? Hey, RJ, RJ, what's the sound of one hand clapping? See? So is that it? That's it. Yeah. Did you want me to do this or something? No. Okay. Okay. What What's up, gentle minions? Ooh. Yeah. Congrats on finishing up 300 episodes last week. What a wild ride. Yes. Easily the highlight of the show thus far came in the most recent episode when RJ sang the Frasier theme song. Yeah. While I do like the current theme song for the podcast, I think RJ singing may have supplanted it as the true theme. Oh. I mean, that's up to you. That's up to the person who edits this podcast. Uh, that's also uh, an issue for licensing. I think whoever the original, oh. whoever uh, wrote the, those lyrics uh, would have to be cut in on the action, you know. We're all about copyright here. And, I mean, uh, I... And permission. I did hear that Kelsey Grammer did that live one take. Like, one take, he I, did that. I, I mean, is there anything he can't do? No. I mean, he was Beast. Remember Beast? Hank McCoy. Doctor and Doctor Henry McCoy, thank you. Yeah. Let's, not, uh, let's not downplay his, uh, his many uh, his degrees. His accolades. <laughs> yes. Uh, last week, I went to see Top Gun Maverick, and it was a pretty good show. Ooh. I also finished that show, Severance, which was awesome. Nothing else yeah. really to report other than I've been watching Stranger Things, and it is also pretty good. Oh, I, I uh, we finished that as well. I can talk about that later if you'd like me to. Severance is supposed to be good, but it's one of those Apple shows that Jared, neither Jared nor I have access to. Nor RJ. Nor I. Yeah, recently, we watch Stranger Things. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. I was in Detroit for a conference and was introduced to Detroit-style pizza, which now begs Ooh. the question, which regional-style pizza is your go-to? I think for now, I'm still a Napoli or New York guy, but pizza is pretty good no matter what, right? 
Have a great show. Sweetly, Sugarhead. P.S. I don't think I need to tell you boys that Ricky's is in the same parking lot as Taco Time, so I think there's something for everyone. Catch you guys there. I mean, he does have a, a great point. Am I am I right, Jared? Like, is he so? Is he suggesting that like we could like merge meals, or like you go to one place and then you go to the other? Like, so you get your Grand Forks disgustingness. Yeah. And then you just go like, oh, now nah, it's time for lunch. You know, <laughs> it took me it took me uh... an hour and a half to you know get my food. It's almost lunchtime. I'm 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 I've I've quit my job. I don't have a job anymore. I'm just going to uh-huh. I'm going to go eat. I mean, I think what he meant was you can just pick up taco time and then you bring it into Ricky's because they'd be cool with that. And See, and know. you eat the taco time uh, while while I'm eating my Grand Forks quite, because that's the one that's got to stay quite. Quite frankly, this email has raised more questions than answers. So you think? I I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to have some follow up here. Okay. Well, what are your questions? I don't. Well, I, I'm asking. I mean, you have like, a platform. What's what's what what is Sugarhead's idea here? Oh, are, yeah, we, are mean, we are we just gonna figure out in the parking lot? I mean, that is a good question because uh, potentially we could have the first ever creeps meetup. You know, Oof. over a Grand Forks breakfast and <laughs> at, the, at the at the Ricky's parking lot. In the Ricky's parking lot, there is that... a hey folks. I mean, if you're if you're going to come, uh, there is a comfort in like right across the road. There is, and uh, we could uh, auction off on Patreon uh, the privilege to be the fourth for our uh, our creeps breakfast. Oh, I uh, so there's like a what's it's that, a Patreon. What's the name of that restaurant? It used to be. Is it Legends still? Like the pub? Uh, or, or yeah. Do they rebrand? Yeah, it's, it's, it's Legends now. It was it was Duros, and then it was yeah. La Mezza Luna, and now it's uh, I believe. Legends, Lametta. You've, you've, ne- you've never seen so many televisions in your life. Oh no, it's incredible! I know a guy who got kicked out of that place. I bet you do. Yeah, it wasn't me. Yeah, it wasn't me. Yeah, I think that needs. Why? Why do stress. bad things always happen to good people? <laughs> That's what I want to know. How come I got to wait an hour for a fish taco? That's what I want to know. Well, there you go. You know the the the, food, the fish tacos don't like you. The wasps don't like you. I mean, it, it was not my week, Jared. Oh. And now I'm sitting here sweating it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Rank, rank. I might come over to your place later. Oh shit! Crawling through the window. Nah, you, you go to Ricky's parking lot. They got AC at Ricky's. They probably do. You can't. They, you, well, can't yeah, yeah. you can't. They say definitely you, do. You can't say that. That they have Ricky's. What you, what you could do is you could go to like the I don't know grocery store cool off go go mm-hmm. go by the uh the, you know the one of the frozen aisles go by the ice cream just open up the doors and just take it all in i mean i could do hey, that what's the output like in your uh, uh fridge freezer what do you mean by output like if, if you when you open up the freezer door on yeah. your fridge is it like nice and chilly is it nice and yeah cool? it's pretty cool yeah yeah just wet yourself down a little bit run up take a take it in a little bit take a pull yeah i go oh yeah I mean, we do have a little deep freeze down in the in the <laughs> oh, in the uh, well, Doom prep room. You you have blankets, don't you? Uh, I do have blankets. Well, you just, you just go open crawl, up that deep freeze. You just go crawl in there. Nothing, nothing yeah, but, bad. Nothing's ever bad's happened to anyone that with that, right? I, I mean, I would do it, but that's where that's where the bugs live on the fourth level, Wait, down it, in the it, basement. It, not in the deep freeze, though. No, but around like because I would have to be. I couldn't get into the deep freeze myself, like. <laughs> 
because I it's a it's a mini chest. It, it wouldn't, but I could like open it up with a blanket and then be propped right beside it so that the breeze would hit me. Do you, you see what I mean? You get one of those man caskets, you know, from a deep freeze. You know oh what I'm yeah, no, I do. I do know what you're saying. I would like one of those, but uh, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I I don't have one currently. So uh, alternatives mm-hmm. must be considered. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, so can you get back to this? Oh yeah. Question about pizzas. I don't know what the fuck a Detroit style pizza is. Uh, it's kind of like a pan pizza, like uh, like in a sheet pan. Detroit pizza isn't bad. Is, actually, that, I don't mind. Is it like the Bigfoot? It is kind of like that, but like. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 I I don't mind uh, Detroit style pizzas. Um, I've only ever had uh, that. It's like just like a giant. Oh, this is like tomato sauce just gonna smear across the top. I think a lot of different people add their own brand to it. You know what like I mean? The, it's like a lasagna pizza. I mean, kind of, yeah. Oh yeah, no, this is Detroit's like Detroit's um, not bad. Yeah, I can, I can see it. This looks. Uh, I mean, it looks very homemade. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I get okay. I, I got. Yep, Detroit's not bad. Um, Chicago, I uh, I've only had Chicago once. Uh, yeah, I only had it once when I was there, but I um. I was visiting my old roommate who lived there, and he took me to a local spot, and it was, like, different from, like, tourist deep dish pizza. So this is a pizza. This is, like, a pizza pie. Pizza pie? Pizza pie. Pizza pie? Pizza cake? Pizza cake. Pizza cat? No. Pizza cat. Never never speak that name. Pizza cat. That's pretty sick. I'm I'm looking up a pizza cake. It's looking not so great. I don't, know like, about, I don't know about this. Like, not good to eat, or, like, it wasn't prepared oh, correctly? Well, you tell me. I'm just come, sending your way here in chat. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I got the chat open here. Um. Mean, no. It looks like it looks like a freezer food. Like, it looks like a... Yeah, it looks like it'd be in the freezer. I would eat it. I know you would. <laughs> I would eat it. I would eat a lot of stuff, Jared. Whoa. But not bugs. What about not eat... pizza bugs? Nope. No pizza bugs. No bugs. No pizza bugs. Not gonna eat them. Not gonna eat them. Can you read? Can you read to me what this uh, apparent graphic says? Uh, well, at the top it says Jared Duncan. So apparently you're the author of this. It says uh, pizza cake. Layers upon layers of awesome. I wash you dry, and then. Even smaller down at the yeah. bottom of the pizza, it says it again. I wash, you dry. It seems like threatening or something. <laughs> like, why is it saying that so much? I don't know. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting, Garrett. Anyways. And then Nap- Napoli pizza, I guess. Is, I don't know. I just think of this as like margarita style, but. Or Margarita style, whatever you oh. want to call it. Hey, have you heard of that place in uh, in Creepsville? Uh, that alley pizza place where it's just a dude uh, cooking up pizza pies in his like in a pizza oven in his backyard, and you go up to the alley and he serves it up to you. Have you heard of this? No. It's called Alley Pizza. I see. And uh, it's just uh, you gotta you just message him the day before. You're like, yeah, I want a couple of these pizza pies. Uh, so th- already that's a big misstep. I mean. Yeah. Why should I be planning a day in advance to be or my may, alley pizza? This may, maybe madness. you can do a day of. Maybe you can do. I a would day hope. Of. I'm not I, totally I would, sure. I would like to think so because 
I mean, I know, I know the preparation to be operating your novelty alley pizza might be, might be a bit of an ask, but you know what? Some people don't think about that they desire alley pizza till the moment strikes, and they're like walking by and they go, "Whoa, what's going on here?" And he goes, "Like, yeah, hey, how's it going?" <laughs> it's like, "Uh, what are you doing? I'm just working." It's like, "Dude, what are you? Is that pizza?" They go, "Yeah, I make these. Cool, can I have some?" No, you got to call it ahead. People go, "Oh, yeah. okay," and then. That's the end of the. That's the end of my uh, thinking about that ever again. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's quite how it works. Actually, I okay. do. Think I, I would hope so. I, I'm. I'm sending it to you right now, Jared, on your favorite platform. Ooh, what on? Uh, which one's my favorite? Because I have Instagram. So many. Oh, that's where it's on. That's what it's on. It's not on anything else. For Christ's sakes, Aj, what are you doing to me? Well, I, I want you to see the alley pizza. Also, that thing that I, we got to do no this live. T- look at that. You had no time slots this week. We are hosting a slice of entries money for another pizza place that needs some emergency repairs with the new truck. So come by between 2 and 4 or until pizza is gone and try a slice <laughs> of our pizza and leave a donation for Vasano's repairs. Just a fun community-minded event. See you Saturday. All right, uh-huh. so this is over on twelve. Okay, I mean the pizza looks decent in this photo. I mean, I like yeah. that. I like the nice browning of that cheese. You know, that's you like that, the what? I like that browning of the cheese. Okay, it's, it sands that social club shit where you don't get your food at all. Yeah, where you just aren't served at period. Yeah, I like that. What's nice? Some nice oranges going on in that a mozzarella. So I think what we're saying is if. You get to pick a style of okay, pizza. Okay, what is this? It's disgu- alley? Okay, there's a... What is this? Fuck, What'd they make? Fucking disgusting looking thing. What'd is they that, make? It's like cucumber slices. No. No, come on. What are you talking about? What am I looking at? I don't know what you're looking at. Damn, okay. I'm looking at the schedule. <laughs> oh, are you talking about the radishes? What is, is that radish? Slices? Like the white guys? Yeah, that's radishes. Oh. Why? Yeah, radishes disgusting i don't know radishes are so right. apparently you have like one two three four five six seven eight nine ten you have ten opportunities to get pizza per day from uh from, 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 a, from a alley from, from the guy the alley. in the alley yeah cool you know what so, uh yeah i don't know are, are you reporting this to the health bureau no i don't care this i, I hope this guy's uh or this, this person whoever they are alley uh-huh the, the alley person is uh successful in their endeavor but uh not my thing no so you're not are you telling me you're not gonna pick up a slice on your way to get a grand forks breakfast what is this sounds like he's doing it folks i'm I'm just reading uh people talking about how they they, uh, so the other thing though is people online they like to they like to say things how Uh amazing everything is so you can't trust that that's true but maybe you can trust them on this one. Maybe just no. this once. Nope. It's fine. Maybe ju- just this once, Jared. I mean, the, the, there's a there's a pretty nice uh, video of this, like, just, I don't know, full bubbly, broily cheese and pepperoni pizza pie coming out of the oven. It looks, mm-hmm. looks pretty good. But, yeah, it's uh, not bad. But, you know, RJ, kind of like how it's about beans. Sometimes it's about, it's about, the, it's about that dough. It's about that bread. You know what I'm saying? It's about that dough. Making that bread. That dough, dough, dough? 
I see. Okay, so I'm looking at the signage, the alley sign. It is literally alley pizza, and it is literally like a piece of hand drawn sign uh, on someone's fence. Yeah. <laughs> it's alley pizza, Jared. I see it. It's alley pizza. I just think like people, annoying people I know would be really into this. Like what kind of annoying people? Annoying people. Yeah. yeah. I've never tried it, but I have heard of it. I yeah no I have too, mm-hmm. no. Gonna, well, you're you're no. hearing lots of new good stuff today. Well, you know what? So we're, we're, while we're over at uh, the Ricky's parking lot having uh-huh. uh, creeps meet, mm-hmm. twenty twenty three. Yeah, you, you heard it here first, folks. Yep. Yeah, we got lots to eat now, buddy. Yeah. We'll take we, care we, of it. Yeah, the, the alley people can be happy too. Yes. Yeah. I wonder what they charge for this service. I I mean I wouldn't want to pay more than five bucks for a pizza, unless it was Pizza Hut. Unless it was five bucks, five bucks, five bucks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they got to figure it figured out. Little Caesars. Uh, I don't no, know, where, where are they at now with their pricing? Do you think? Uh, with inflation, hot and ready's. What is the price of a hot and ready? I wonder. Let's take a look. Yeah, because that's important. People need their hot and ready's. Well, Remember like the, when it was I like attached the, to the movie mill and you could take it, it into the movie with you? Well, I know it's still attached to the building, but can you bring it in with you? I don't think you're allowed to take it into the movie with you anymore. That was pretty wild, though, when okay. that was a thing. I wonder if it's uh, it turned out to be a little too problematic. Because there was pizzas everywhere? <laughs> People just like, oh, I spilt it! <laughs> oh, I dropped a pizza right on the floor. Not again! Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just smells like fucking pepperoni pizza. <laughs> All the time. Well, I mean, it's either that or the popcorn or human diarrhea, which is also pretty prevalent in movie theaters. Why why not all three? Yeah. Oh. Did you find out the price of the hot and ready? Well, no. I'm not having any success. Jesus. There's there's an allusion to the fact that it used to cost $5, but uh, I I find this unbelievable. They they use this orange in their advertising Mm -hmm. that... I don't know. It doesn't. I don't think it's doing them any favor. I mean, I get the, like the Little Caesars like dude, and the logo is very orange. Yeah. Do you remember those ads? I do. I do. Pizza, pizza. But he, but, but he had a bit of a voice. A bit of a voice, though. Pizza, pizza. Like this. Pizza, pizza. Ooh. Can you hit that again, real no. quick? I could, oh, okay. I, I wouldn't dare. I need some, okay. Need some work. Need some work. Okay. Crazy deals. Yeah, man, this is we're really filling time here. Oh, we don't even need to. We have enough to talk about. Pick up. Let's see here. I'm typing in geocode tracking. Geocode tracker. Start your order. Oh wow. No, this is getting this is getting too complicated. Too complicated. Okay, I'll drive by tomorrow and yeah, I'll get it. Go go get one. I'll drive by and have a read. Tell uh, the, the the sign kid, Jesse, I sent you. Do you know that kid's name? Because if you do know the kid's name, that might be problematic. You, you say, hey, J-Dog sent me. He's... Am I... <clears throat> I know when I'm about to get arrested. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Rob <clears throat> Eagle, speaking oh, of shit. run-ins with the law, mm-hmm. an email entitled, Too Much of a Good Thing. Oh, hello, creeps! I'm with mm-hmm. Mr. Peterson on everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, 
I don't usually like martial arts movies, but really enjoyed the wacky plot and imagery. The jokes were mm. funny, too, and I liked the performances. However, after an hour, I found my attention wavering. After another 30 minutes, I grew impatient. I then Uh-oh. spent the next 40 <clears throat> minutes, yes, 40 minutes, wondering when it was going to end. Such a Uh-oh. shame it overstayed its welcome. Damn. I wild away the final half hour looking at the movie's IMD page and was impressed to find the cool visual effects were the work of a core group of just five people. None of the effects team went to VFX uh, school. They were all friends who taught themselves with tutorials they found online for free. A pleasant change from the Vietnam Veterans Memorial of Names we see on the end credits of every Marvel movie. Mm. On a more serious note, I have a bone to pick with you, Mr. Duncan. Uh Uh-oh. You've lately been putting a lewd and sleazy slant on my emails. Oh, dear. Sir, you twist my words. Kindly refrain. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew he wasn't saying that stuff on his own. Unbelievable, Jared. I'm glad RJ liked the Fraser mashup I sent him. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about audio editing, so I got help from a pal of mine who's a sound engineer. Ooh. We enjoyed a most pleasant <clears throat> evening alone in his studio while I got to grips with his reproduction equipment. Huh? <clears throat> I totally agree with your comments last week about hot dog toppings. Ooh. Ketchup and mustard are indeed the only acceptable options. Yeah. Hot dogs are pretty good. I had a hot dog today. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I did. Uh, for, did, you, did you procure it from an alley person? No, but I might be starting alley dogs. Would you, uh, would you, be, would you come over for a, an alley dog? Let me and here's the you. deal. No time slot. It's just I'm, I'm open when I'm open. And if there's dogs on the grill, you can buy one. And if there isn't. It's too bad. Well, you can just have a, a roiling hot vat of water, and they're just floating and turning. And it's like, you want one of these here? Well, so what it what it'll actually the, be? The, is the neighbors I'm... will call the health department, saying this the perpetual toxic smell of hot dog water. Tax. It's like it's it's bringing down property values. Uh, oh wow, the pro the taxes, the property values. I'll keep it cleaner than that, though, Jared. I'll uh, I'll get a big thermos and I'll pour boiling water in there with a couple hot dogs, and I'll just keep it in the thermos. And when people come by and want one, I'll just say, "I got one right here, boiled dog, fresh for you." Put it in a hot dog that I was uh, kept the buns under the seat, and a little thing of mustard, a little thing of ketchup, and I say, "Here you go, couple dogs for you, dogs." Last weekend, some yeah. lads were working in the park across from my house, digging up weeds. I suggested they ditch the hose and come lend a hand on my front area. The what? Gardening is sweaty work, and I couldn't pay very much, but I promised them each a hot dog when they were done. You can um, you can imagine my embarrassment when I discovered I was clean out of both ketchup and mustard. Uh Fortunately, disaster was averted. The boys all left totally satisfied after I palmed them off with relish. Regards, R.O. Beagle. Sounds like uh, those boys had a nice nice afternoon. Yeah, I mean... Nothing uncouth there. (laughs) What generosity from their host. Yeah, I mean, relish is not bad either. Do you you like relish? No. No? God, no. That's too bad. Relish is good in in a 
different places. One yeah, last email. Bad. One yeah. last email. Justin yeah. Peterson. Oh. Where in the world is Creepsville anyway? Ooh. Hey, Jaron RJ. What's happening? I must say that I've uh, been having a fantastic vacation in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Oh, wow. Pigeon Forge, RJ. Yeah, who who hasn't been there? Staying in a cabin with excellent mountain views. Who, sure. Who even knew that Tennessee had mountains? I mean, it's got one at least. I wonder if you guys have any equivalent tourist trap locations in Canada, the West Coast, with towns that have mm. a main strip lined with gift shops, putt-putt courses, go-kart tracks, ice cream stands, and various Ripley's Believe It or Not attractions, and dinner shows. Let's mm. not include the granddaddy of all tourist towns, Las Vegas, of course. So, what, RJ, what, what, what destinations can one have when they come to... Um, our parking lot gathering next year. What, what else would you recommend people do? In Creepsville? Yeah, well, you can go to Cardston. At the the burger place in Cardston? Yeah. Or just to see the temple, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's uh, Or the KFC, that's a big spot. Actually, yeah, the KFC or the Dairy Queen. If you go through Cardston, that's all they got. You got to hit up the Dairy Queen for ice cream, Jared. Not the, not the temple, though, probably. You might get in trouble if you go there. Um, what do we have here? Well, there's this uh, alley that serves pizza. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to be around uh, that by next year. but By next year? Yeah. Well, you can't go to uh, the coolies because it's too hot, and the rattlesnakes, the rattlesnakes will get you. And, and there's dogs biting children's faces off. That That's no. that's new. Yeah. Come on. That, that happened today. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Are, the, are the dogs okay? Uh, I don't think so. I, no? I, I don't think that dog will be all right. Damn. Yeah. Damn. You hate to see it, man. Poor dogs. Yep. That's how you gotta keep them on leash, I guess. Is what you gotta do, I guess. <laughs> or something. Uh, yeah, so I guess you could do that. Um, well, at the, there's a... Well, at Galt, Gar, uh, Galt Museum. You, mm -hmm. uh, they used to have it so you could churn butter for free for at, well after the price of admission and in, in, in a school group absolutely, absolutely I, I don't, I don't know free. if they would just let anyone off the street uh get that privilege yeah i mean that is pretty premium jared mm -hmm. pretty real premium if you know what i mean <laughs> uh what else can you do oh you can stay at uh one of the encampments downtown uh, like one of the tent uh, areas. <laughs> I see that in the news every day. Uh, yeah, that seems to be the uh, the bored f Facebook man yeah. like activity right now. It's always something. We gotta tear those tents down. <laughs> and you go, oh yeah. They're every like every city has them, but now Lethbridge. I mean, I do think it's kind of hilarious that the tent city is built up on the emptied lot of what they were trying to make, like the new vibrant, like downtown thing. But they've been taking too long to do it. So it's just like because <laughs> it's been empty for like two years. So it, the the homeless community is like, we're going to put tents here. And it's like, why wouldn't there? It's a big, nice fielded area. Lots of nice, soft grass. You know? uh, there's always, you know, you can go down to like uh, Pavan Park. Um uh, for some, and like, do what? I don't know. Some anonymous sex. Some what? 
an anonymous sex, RJ. Why does it have to be anonymous? I don't know. You can do whatever you want while you're there. You can, you can exchange deets. I just... Why does it have to be anonymous? Uh, oh, yeah. The FBI. Or you go to Popson Park and have anonymous sex. Uh, okay. Um... <laughs> Or <laughs> Park Lake, where you can have anonymous sex. What about the uh, injection site? Can you do that there, too? Uh, well, they might be able to fit you in. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Uh, what else do we got, Jarrett? Um, we got a Ricky's. <laughs> there's a Ricky's. Yeah, there's a Ricky's. What can you do at a Ricky's? Uh, well, you can have uh, the Grand Forks with anonymous sex. Uh, is that with staff, or uh, or it's anonymous? No, that, that that's frowned upon. You gotta bring your own. Mm. Uh, you have to have you set, arrange that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine with me. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. What do you think happens at the Galt Number Eight Mine? Um. During like the day. Something anonymous, but I can't quite put my finger <laughs> on it. Hey, so here's some real talk. So you know, like in, in along the in the coulee in the river bottom, there's sure. like there's just like cars. Yeah, they're parked all the time. Yeah, those people are going for walks. And there's sure. a there's a guy sitting in the car. Is there? What is he doing? Jared, maybe he's checking his cell phone. Maybe he just got off of a big hike, and he's checking yeah. his cell phone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What are they doing? He's checking his phone. Oh, you know. He's checking where the anonymous meetup is. Right. I have, I have bad connection. Yeah. Well, I think I encourage because it seems like you you might also be one of those guys sitting in their cars. I I encourage you next time you see a guy in his car, go up to him, say hi, say hi. <laughs> a- Andrea's sister did that one time actually. Like she was in this like a uh, not a car, but um, uh, she was in like a mom's like uh, outdoor exercise club or something like pe- like moms who just had newborn babies. And apparently there was just like an old guy on a bench, like sitting watching, mm. and she like she like just went up to him. She's like, hey. Hey, and he like got up and slowly like sauntered away. <laughs> Go on, get. He's like, get. Well, was, she's she's that kind of person where it's like just just an old dude staring at like newly birthed moms. She she's just like, mm. she's like, I'm gonna go talk to this guy, and just like just like made way for him. It's kind of funny. It's kind of funny, Jared. It's kind of funny. Kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Anyways, what were we talking about? Well, I mean, a person could go to Waterton. That's not in Creepsville. It's outside of Creepsville. Yeah. But, near, but close enough by. Uh, Cro- yeah. Crow's Nest Past. That's another area. Mountains. Peop- we got the, the real, yeah, we got real mountains. The Rockies. Yeah, lots of mountains up there. Just beyond There's... the foothills. Um. Yeah. Hmm. You could go to a local auction market if you want to mm. see uh, see how your food is um, from farm to table. Yeah, or yeah, you go to the the horse plant. Oh, out in Fort McLeod. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a little horse plant for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people are big into the horses. <laughs> they love them. They love horses. A lot of horse ladies out there. Yeah, they, they send. Um, where do they send that horse meat, RJ? Where? Yeah, man. If only I knew. I believe, I, I've heard France. Well, I mean, those guys definitely are eating some horse. Well, I've seen their movies. And right? uh, the Ikeas all, all over the world, they're all full of horse meat too, right? Like all the furniture? 
or the yeah. or the no, the meatballs. meatballs the that was, meatballs that was the controversy for a long time was that or not even a controversy like ikea's like we've always been selling horse meat in our meatballs it's like <laughs> you guys just never read the menu and people are like oh this is this is uh, unacceptable, and they're like, "Why?" I just feel like uh, the image is just like the monocle falling into the teacup. <laughs> what do you mean you've always <laughs> sold us horse? They mm-hmm. say it is what it is, baby. Baby, it's horse meat for the kids. For the kids, you know. Anyways, what else can you do in Lethbridge? Oh, there's an alley that sells pizza. Yep. Um. Oh, we had uh, one of those uh, out self-cleaning outdoor bathrooms our, this has been one of rj's talking points for as long as i've known him <laughs> i forgot about it for a while can you remind the people uh, what happened with that self-cleaning bathroom it, 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 it didn't work out it didn't work out yeah you know who could have told uh city hall that and saved uh, the city forty fifty thousand dollars the taxpayer the taxpayers could as soon as they announced that i went what are they thinking <laughs> i could have told them day one i said i wouldn't do it i said throw up some outhouses just get them uh, clean cleaned by a, a real person you're creating jobs and you'd be saving money mm-hmm. in the long run you know and that's why i am running for city council chair do i got your vote wow do you think you'll get more votes than uh uh coco vanilla guy I mean, if I if I use that hashtag that you brought up earlier of uh, against uh, Brown Social House, I, I probably would get more votes. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Want, want so. a, f- a foodie question of the week? Oh yeah, sure. We do that. Last week's chat about a certain establishment in Lethbridge inspired the creation of this new series, where I'll ask you about Uh-oh. some of your local restaurants. So have you ever been to Moxie's or what would you order there? <laughs> Ooh, RJ. Oh, so so now he's going to look so this was going on. He's looking at oh. he's looking at their menu and he's saying he would this is what he would oh, order. Oh shit. What's he going to get at Moxie's cuz that is a Canadian thing, I think, only. I think so. Yeah. Um I would get the pot stickers for my app since that sounds unusual. Pot stickers? Pot stickers? No pot stickers are great. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I mean, miso ramen. Yeah, yeah. I've had that sticky toffee pudding. I've and, had that, and I'll and wash it all down with a moxie martini. Ooh, that's fun. I like that. Yeah. Ooh, well, I, I had uh, I got some moxies uh, during inventory at the store. You did? What did you get, Jared? What did I get? Uh, it was like a, let's pull up the menu. I think they change it every season. Oh yeah, it's always changing. Moxie's menu. Beep boop boop, beep boop boop, beep boop boop. So I have a thing against Moxie's. You do, huh? I have a lot of things against a lot of places. Uh, Yeah, you you Do you not know that? I'm starting to gather that. I mean, I think Moxie's is okay. Yeah. Um, but... There's a lot of things that I would. Uh... The well, the I think the thing I had, were split actually, uh, is not here anymore. No, no. Wasn't it like split pea soup or something crazy like that? N- no. <laughs> I could see you eating something fucking just nuts. Nuts. Yeah, split is, pea soup or something. This is strange. This is. Why would you find? This is not our menu. 
Well, I mean, there are a couple other moxies, so it's probably a different moxie. Summer, summer. Yeah, there's like no. Uh, what in the? What the devil? All right, here I'll tell you my moxie thing. Okay. So like, I don't know, like ten years ago or so. I, Ooh, I like that they do. They're like the only location that doesn't do skip. Oh, they don't. No. Oh, I I like that. So actually, Andrew used to work there, and uh, like before when it was remember when it was old Moxie's when it was just like soup and sandwiches and it catered to like eighty year old people. And oh then yeah, they moved uh, well, yeah, I remember that, like that, traditional that, Moxie's. Well, see, that was my original um, my experience with Moxie's was when it was sort of like this weird little restaurant. Yeah, um, and I and remember then they fancified and well, yeah, they they upscaled. But I remember the period of time when uh, I remember like. When I was a kid, I was really into beef dips. Loved them. Thought what do you were... mean when you were a kid? You're not still in, really no, into beef dips? I'm not into beef dips now. But as a kid, that, that was like my favorite thing. But I remember having a beef dip from there. Yeah. But at some point, like the au jus, uh, like spilled all over the bottom of the plate mm-hmm. before they gave it to me. Yeah, that happens. But then they brought it out. But like it had been sitting for way too long. And oh, like yeah. the bottom of the bread was just like liquid squash. It was squish. It was too too be uh, too dipped. Your beef was yeah pre dipped. It's not too good. dipped. That's, that's not good. I think in Philly that's in its own kind of sandwich where they dunk it for you and then they just give it to you. They call it a, a wet beef. Yeah, is, I think that's what it is. Isn't it a Philly wet beef or something? I don't know. Well, I, 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 know, I, I know I know there's yeah. wet burritos. I I genuinely think it's a wet beef, but. I could be wrong. Well, I don't think that was their intent. I think this was just like uh, they just said, "Oh, whatever," sent it out, and it yeah. was gross. And it turned me off of uh, beef dip and moxies for a very, very long time. I think we should uh, go get some beef dips some, yeah. sometime. Yeah, yeah, I would go get beef dips. Okay, I mean, we essentially do that as is. That's, I mean, it's yeah, called, it's called Arby's. I mean, Arby's is kind, of, yeah, but uh, but there's no Arjou. No, IG, I want to be dunking my beef. Boof. Boof. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, one one time we were there for, like, Andrew's birthday or something. We had a table of, like, eight people or something like that. And uh, it was, like, at the end, and the waitress, like, um, we we got, like, one of those white chocolate brownies. And the waitress came by, and she was like, anything else? And, uh, like, this was when I was younger, like, early 20s. We've been drinking a little, and I was just like, I was like, I was like, yeah, about eight, eight or nine more of these brownies, <laughs> like, you know, like a joke, Jared. But she did it. She brought eight more orders of those brownies. She said, "Here you go, you piece of shit." And I went, <laughs> I went "Huh?" I said, "I can't." I said, "I have no money." And uh, she's like, "Well, you order them. Here you go." And I went, "Son of a." Moxies. Wow. They got me. They got me, Jared. That's, uh, yeah. But actually, so I, I think the reason they don't do skip, too, is that Andrew, so Andrew worked there when it was like old person Moxies, and then when they shipped it over, uh, she, she always told me stories. She only worked there for a little bit. Um, but uh, the manager or something, because they changed their dress code, where it was like black skirts that were like, had to be so many inches above the knees. Cut. Yeah, and like uh, high heels, and then they also had like a makeup rule or something. And uh, she said the owner was like, he's like, hey, if you don't want to wear high heels and night makeup, get a different job. Yeah. And uh, she did. Yeah. She uh, went to uh, a different restaurant that exclusively served to like 90 year old people and was making like seafood lasagnas and stuff. <laughs> and it was uh, a lot better. Yep. 
So, yeah, yeah, place kind of kind of strange. Yeah, yeah. I get drugged there once in a while because it's like two blocks from my work. So like, mm-hmm. and it's viewed as classy and fancy. Yeah, I've but never thought Moxie's was classy. No, there's like none of these restaurants. Like, I don't know. We don't have a classy restaurant. Uh, even like when I get, even after like you know going to like you know old, old Bobby Flay's uh, house of yeah. credit card debt, um, you, I don't know. It's such bullshit. Mm-hmm. I don't care that you can r- rattle off the talking points you were given about the menu before mm. you start your shift, and it changes all the time. And you, but then you completely contradict things that you say because you actually don't know what you're saying, but you just rattle it off. I don't give a fuck. It's like, is it... like I, I just want, I just want food. I just want food. It tastes good, but don't overcomplicate things. This has a black truffle oil that pairs amazing with starriness, and uh, it is gonna, it's gonna blow right out of your colon later. Like that kind of talk from the, the servers. See, that's why we got to invest in air fryers together and an outdoor <laughs> hot dog shack, and we'll make our own food. Hey, you know, that's some, some of the best food I've, I've, I've enjoyed eating was like, you know, food from, you know, uh, tents in the night market of Richmond. <laughs> like, mm, there you go. Uh, it's like yeah. so good. And you're just like, yeah, I don't know what this food was. Uh, <laughs> but it was like, everything was like, yeah, that was really tasty. Love yeah. to go again sometime. But. Go right now, but right now, fuck, fuck y'all. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be in BC. I won't say anything. No, let's do it. Go for do it. it. Do it. Go get some like really shitty toys. I, I have a feeling the food isn't as good as it used to be. Oh, probably. Yeah, but probably anyone but who was it, doing that is like long gone. They opened yeah, up a they, restaurant and failed and moved on. They got people that had um. They they listened to bad advice. Say, dude, standards. you gotta do this out of an alley. Man, if if you sold this in an alley, it would be so uh, epic. On, It'd be epic on brand, amazing. So, what do you think about my brownie story? Startup capital—that's some bullshit. And that I was they, said, I, I was it? said, I'm like, are you serious? And said, I'm not paying for it. And they go, well, you have to. But I didn't order this. It's like, yeah, it's like it's called sarcasm, moron. <laughs> and yeah. that's been it. And then it's like, we're going to have a problem here, sir? Sir, we're going to have a problem? It's like, no, I'm not not paying for it. It's like, are the police going to come? And they're going to say, I sarcastically said I'd order nine more of these. And they'll look and say, there's two of you. And go, uh, I think the staff is dumb. (laughs) And that's the end of it. No, so it wasn't, uh, there was actually, like, there was, there was eight or ten people. Oh, RJ, you fucked up then. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, and let me tell you folks, RJ does not sometimes speak as clearly in his sarcasm as he thinks he does because I, I, I have been around, I have been in RJ's presence with people Mm -hmm. who have no idea of his sense of humor. And I'm, I'm doing this in quotation marks, and they're like, have no idea what the fuck he's saying. And they're like, and they're like, why is he talking? Uh, And it's funny if you know that's what that is, but it can mm-hmm. also be extremely frustrating. Otherwise, it's not frustrating. <laughs> oh, okay. People, people just need to grow up. Is what I think it is. It's not. It's not frustrating. It's not. Oh, I think our, if people our. just look at you and if they take themselves less seriously, then they would understand where the jokes are. But they might be like, "Why is this guy talking?" Well, it's <laughs> if you don't want to hear what I have to say, just walk away. I won't be offended. If someone just if I was talking to someone and they just flat out just got up and walked away, I'd go, hmm, okay. 
<laughs> well, I, I think I, I always remember when you were, because uh, you would come in, because uh, uh-huh. you're, you're on the other side of the counter now, and and, yes. and, you, and you start to quote unquote complain about the service. Oh yeah, and then Wait, well, that's clearly a joke. But but, but not to some, because then they think like, whoa. This guy's got a problem, and it's like, oh my god, RJ, shut up! Because now you're creating more problems. Because this person doesn't understand a pre-existing yeah. relationships, and now yeah. and now they're you know it's like now it's more work for me. And I say thanks, thanks, bud. But see, I feel like that's their problem. That'd be like that'd be like if a guy walked up to two two people and they were just like talking casually. And it's like, hey, you guys are talking too casually over here. That's that's what, and that's and that guy's that's RJ. Yeah, he's just, hey, and he'd be like, "What are you talking about?" He'd be like, "I used to work here." And then you go, "Oh, did you?" He say, "Yeah, sure, a long time ago, buddy. It was the worst job I ever had. Let me tell you." They used to hit me, and, and then we go, "All right." They used to hit on me. That's a that's an accurate statement. <laughs> See, you can't even deny that one. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, that, that's a matter before the courts. Uh, yeah, it is. I uh, there's no statute of limitation on um, <laughs> on workplace sexual assault. I think so. It's whoa. coming. Whoa, 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 whoa! It's coming. One of these days. Yep. Mm-hmm. Goat well, movie question oh, of yeah. the week. Movie watching has been slow this week, but I did see one of RJ's all time bangers, mm-hmm. Angels in the Outfield. Oh. That movie's pretty good. So what are Joseph Gordon-Levitt's best movies? Uh, Brick, probably. How about Don John? Did you <laughs> see that particular sex edition show, RJ? I did. I did. Uh, Tony Danza plays his dad. It is okay. It's okay, is what I would say. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, man, took a, it took a long time for me to... Get past him being that that kid in Third Rock from Third Rock. Yeah, he's great in Third Rock. Is he great? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Seemed fine. Sure. Well, uh, I mean, but I mean, he was always so eclipsed by the the blinding brilliance of French Stewart. Wow. So I mean, many many are everyone. Everyone remembers French Stewart in his breakout performances in Hollywood. Ooh. Who doesn't? Yeah, all the I do movies. for sure. Yeah. yeah, French Stewart. Well, he was in um, he was in that movie. I think it was called uh, Mystic Alley Pizza. Oh, yeah. You see what I did there? See what I did there? Do, do, do you remember him in Inspector Gadget Two? I do. Yeah. Uh, was he not uh, Inspector Gadget, he or was, was he Mister Doctor Claw? No, he was Inspector Gadget. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I've seen that film. That film. That Actually. that cinema? That cinema. Yeah. I'm going to say Brick, but also uh, 500 Days of Summer and 50-50 are pretty good shows. I think you would like 50-50. Uh, 50-50 is a really good show. It's good stuff. Game to the game, game talk. Have you guys been to any arcades recently? Were you more into the shooting games or the ones that give out tickets? Some of my faves are Skee-Ball, the game where you knock down clowns with balls, mm-hmm. Simpsons sure. TMT Arcade, and the Wizard of Oz Coin Pusher game. That's enough for mm. now. May the creep be with you. Best Big J Money Vacation Boy, Peterson. Oh, shit. 
Well, I mean, I was at the the biggest arcade of them all, the Pinball Hall of Fame. Oh, right, right. And did you do a little pinball wizarding? I did. Mm-hmm. I, I did. We did, and uh, it was uh, it was a gas, gas, gas. Did they have the Sopranos pinball machine there? Did you see that one? Ooh, I don't recall it specifically. Because the last arcade I was at had the Sopranos pinball machine, and it I was mean, pretty it, cool. It might have been there. Yeah. But I feel like I would have thought to take a photo of it if I saw it. Yeah. But and maybe I did. But it's kind of a blur. There was, a, there was many, many sights to see yeah. in, that, in that fine, fine institution. I mean, that makes sense. That, that was a cool game, though. I recommend you check it out one day. Mm-hmm. If you ever see it, give it a rip, man. Man. Yeah, pinball arcade. I don't know. I haven't been to uh, arcade in a while. I, I did like just arcade games. Not like ticket ones, but, you know, video games in arcade cabinets, you know. Vidya. Vidya games. Do you know about Vidya games? I do. Yeah? Yep. Well, that's a story for a different day. Mm-hmm. Potentially. Potentially. Well, that's right. it for the emails. Thank you nice. all. See, originally, I, mm-hmm. I thought that uh, uh, Justin was going to be calling attention to the fact that so many members of Cribsville have disappeared. Which ones? The the Sams. Oh. <clears throat> Silence. We don't need to talk about that. We don't need to talk about that. Oh, I see. Is that why the deep freeze is full? Well, <clears throat> there's only so many bodies you can, uh, mm-hmm. you know, get into places. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? What you mean? Hey, RJ. Yeah. What you been creeping on this week? Uh, I watched a lot of stuff, Jared. I can talk about a, a little bit of it briefly. I watched Bad Grandpa. Oh. And I watched Bad Grandpa Point Five. Oh, wow. Did you not see that? I've never seen point five. Or yeah, so I don't have a ton to say other than I do think Bad Grandpa is uh, surprisingly wholesome. Mm-hmm. Like I do, I actually do think that. Uh, and uh, there's a couple good good bits in there, uh, but uh, the one that really got me was uh, the Guardians of the Children, the biker, like the the big kind of finish when he's leaving him with his dad, and the dad's abusive, but he took him to the biker bar. That's the bikers that are explicitly for helping abused kids. So uh, that one got me. I liked that. Um, and then I watched Bad Grandpa Point Five, which was uh, interesting because it was more. Um, it's not like the other Jackass Point Fives. Like this was a genuine kind of making of, where it was like they were showing stuff that like, uh, um, like lots of behind the scenes stuff and like certain things where it was like things on production that like weren't working. Like uh, one day Jeff Tremaine just wasn't there and there was like no continuity people. And it's like Johnny Knoxville in a car and they're like, roll your window down exactly at this point, but don't do it before that point. And Johnny Knoxville's like, but he's like, those points happen out of order. And he's like, what am I supposed to do? And they're like, roll your window up, but never down. And he's like, what? And it's just him driving. He's like, I have no fucking idea what they're talking about. And uh, they they blamed Jeff Tremaine kind of for not being there. Um, there was that. But then uh, the one thing in point five that's like really greasy is um, Spike Jones comes back as uh, like the lady version, mm-hmm. and they they put up like a like a mingles or like a single hookup ad, and uh, the people that are responding to this ad, it is just. 
like gruesome <laughs> like watch it because it's like they think it's an old lady and you see like the stuff like even spike jones gets uncomfortable at a certain point where he's just kind of like uh, he's like i'm it's like i don't want to talk to these people anymore and it was just like oh like it's really like um i i my review is that there's something sinister behind it and there definitely is like these guys like i don't know man they got they got an agenda you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i watch those <laughs> they have I, an agenda yeah i also watched uh roadrunner the uh anthony bourdain uh oh. thing yeah I, I know you're interested in that though so i might yeah. i i don't have to talk about what, what is that on these days crave okay i think it's an hbo max something okay it's good it's good worth uh, worth watching if you're into anthony bourdain yeah. it's a little wacky at the end kind of but that's when he gets dating uh aja argento mm. and did, did, uh, did that turn out to be a mistake it's really weird so like the way this thing works is like the first half an hour is like him during uh kitchen confidential and then there's an hour of him filming his shows and like what that's like and then the last half an hour is basically all the people that have worked with him for 30 years that are and they're kind of like yeah uh, uh aja argento came and uh started doing things on the show that he never did before and then he started doing this thing and he started doing this thing and we're not going to say that she's the reason that he killed himself <laughs> but he's dead now <laughs> and then that's kind of like like five separate people kind of all all kind of say that they're like they're like we're not going to say she was like the reason but uh hmm and then it kind of cuts away <laughs> and you go oh oh okay <laughs> so there's that going for it. That's what I watch. And then uh, I have other stuff, but we can talk about it. Or, I don't know, it's up to you, big cat. Hmm. What, what, what are we talking about here? I mean, we can either slide to the Patreon, or if uh, sometimes big cat gets a little tired, you know? Big cat? Yeah, little you. Cat. You the big cat. I'm fine. Yeah, okay, good. Good. Or did you watch anything other than uh, Patreon exclusive content? Uh, no, I did not. No, my, my content is exclusive. Ooh, but it's because, all right. Uh, we'll talk about that in like two weeks. Your exclusive content? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, that'll be a little bit out. Yeah, two more weeks. But I did get confirmation from the thing, and the thing is yes. Ooh. for the thing that we can talk about later nice but people will have to tune back in in three hours to find exactly. out what that thing you'll, is you'll have to jump to the ending to find out what that yes. thing is yes yes good good mm -hmm. good well then um yeah we have some uh some business to attend to do we some american business do we we gotta go to south carolina a little, a little, oh. a little town I call Trinity. Trinity, Jarrett's uh, the, the, other home, and the saga of Sherbrooke. Sherbrooke and his begotten child, Caleb. What's his name? Oh, Caleb. Yeah, you know about American Gothic. I know um, they eat a well, lot of uh, big forks down there. One uh, patron said, "I had no idea the show existed." A Patreon said that. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, that, or I've never heard of this show. I like it. I mean, it. it's good. It's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like the Carnival of its time. Is Carnival the Treme one? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, after the transition, we'll be, we'll return in thirty seconds, or you can join us for a price. What's the price? Is it a Wishmaster thing? What did you get? can't believe the links in which Sheriff Buck's corruption in the town of Trinity could, could go so far, so deep. And the I impact mean, it has on the community? The community and everyone else in the community. I mean, RJ, are all yep. cops bastards? Um, I don't know. But you, you got a lot of people are going to say, well, who's Sheriff Buck? You're, Why don't you tell him, Jerry? Well, you, we have to tune into Patreon. Oh, for all that exclusive content about Sheriff Buck and and that rascally little Caleb. Oh, Caleb! Mm-hmm. Caleb's a little—he's a little rascal, yeah, he's isn't just, he? He's just trying to uh, abort the competition. He's—he's uh, he's what? Hey, RJ, uh, you got any news? You—you want to—you want to watch this monsters trailer? Uh, I mean, I'll do it if you do it. Uh, I've got it queued up here. I'm watching okay. the two minute. 50 second version the two minute 50 second version yeah. give me a second here let me find this son of a bitch okay i uh it's like i said i did watch it without audio okay. earlier so i should probably watch it with audio okay okay monsters uh two minutes and how many seconds you said 49 50 i'm seeing 224 oh come on 224 224 224 do you have the correct one? Well, how about this one? All I can see is two twenty fours. Okay. There you go. All right, you tell me when, and we'll hit okay. go. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay, I'm hitting play now. Okay. We have that classic 1930s Universal logo. Mm-hmm. Old timey. Mm-hmm. Some fake film strips. That's good. It is. It is old timey, like the monsters. Oh, we got a Rob I, Zombie I, I, bump. I, I thought this was supposed to be black and white. No, no. No, no. So it's uh, talking It's Whoa. talking to us about Rob Zombie. Why does this look so cheap? Um this So it's uh Siri... right now we got a, a Frankenstein monster and we got okay, Sherry hit, Lynn. Hit, hit stop for a sec. I 
I'm yeah. uh no, I'm done. <laughs> done. Uh you should do a little bit more. Oh, you should see the Frankenstein at least. What's this like Okay, I'm gonna hit mute because I don't I can't stand it. Okay. So yeah. there it is. She's po- this looks so cheap. Yeah. What's up with like I thought he doesn't even have access to real resources, like real film. So I, I there's think there's a Nosferatu. The, there's a Nosferatu. I think one of the best descriptions I you're saw talking was a, a, you're talking about the Frankenstein, like yeah, like Eddie Munster or whatever, or it was Eddie the Wolf Boy. Eddie Munster, yeah. I just wanted you to see some of the color. Oh, oh boy! You can stop if you want. Yeah, it's okay. This, this is <laughs> okay. For anyone wondering why it looks so cheap, yeah, <laughs> it was co-produced by Universal 1440 Entertainment, which is the direct-to-video label of Universal Studios. They gave us such classics as American Pie 5, Girls Rules, Kindergarten Cop 2, and Doom Annihilation. It's pretty sad they didn't give this beloved show the respect it deserves. So it's going to be a direct-to-video B slot? Not the best trailer to sell the film, but at least we now hear everyone talking and know that that it's a prequel story, which explains why there is no Eddie or Marilyn. Oh, I see. This looks like one of those straight-to-DVD early 2000s comedies. This looks like a made-for-TV Halloween special for made in 1991. I've never completely given up halfway through a movie trailer. Never. Uh, I can't say I've never done that, but I did this time because yeah. holy fuck! I think uh, I think my favorite uh, read I saw before I even watched the little preview was um, from Jay from Red Letter Media. I think he said something like, "It looks like a '90s commercial for root beer, or something." <laughs> like you know, it's like it's like one of those ones that like would play during October, and it's just like drink barks, it has bite. Oh, I shouldn't say too much. I'm giving away good content here. I sh- Somebody call Barks. Put me in touch with them. It has bite. It's... I can't believe how hideous it is. Mm-hmm. Well, stop letting Rob Zombie make movies. Apparently, we have to. We have to stop him. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't even, it's I didn't pretty even, simple. I didn't even watch the last one. So I'm, I, think I'm, uh, I think I'm good. The, I, I watched that one, I believe. 31? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's the one with the clowns, right? Uh, no, there's no, another I, one. I, I think I've seen that one then. I think there is another one. Oh, the sequel to Devil's Rejects. Right, that's the one I didn't see. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched that one. They're like in Mexico. But uh, what's his name? Sid Haig is dead, so it's not like... Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah not the same it's just not the same because you miss Sid Haig and that's and that's just like too bad man so anyways Jared's a big Munsters guy fuck yeah I can't, apparently yeah well goddamn. anyways moving right along uh yeah that's that, that's it for me like, yep well what else can be said uh I think that's the end of the podcast for tonight I think so as it's oh, been three hours shit well almost we got a movie to talk about no, come on. Oh, cool. All right. Well, after the break, 
Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be in 1940 Spain? I feel like I'm living that right now in this cooking house I'm in. Snap. You get it? Got a nice little well, though, don't you? A what? A nice little well you can go to. To do what? I don't know. Look for Frankenstein. Ooh. Not too bad. The Munsters Frankenstein? No. Fuck that. Man, that... that See, topical. If that little girl saw that shit. See, it's... it's... She'd, she'd be like, I'm done. I'm done. I no longer dream of Frankenstein. Why is it so bad? <laughs> and you go, I'm sorry, sweetie. Why did the movie want me to kill myself? Well, that's Rob Zombie. <laughs> Cock and fuck a do. That, that's his aesthetic. Sherry Moon's for the convoy. <sighs> surprise, surprise. You see, buzz, buzz, buzz goes the honeybee, but tweedly, tweedly, dweedly goes the bird. But the sound of your little voice, darling, that's the sweetest sound I've ever heard. I say, buzz, buzz, buzz goes the honeybee, while tweedly, tweedly, dweedly goes the bird. Buzz, buzz, buzz goes the honeybee, but tweedly, tweedly, dweedly goes the bird. Let's go out into the clover now. Here we are, up in Maine with the grass growing, and buzz, buzz, buzz goes the honeybee, and tweedly, tweedly, tweedly goes the bird, but the sound of your little voice is sweeter, it's the sweetest sound I've ever heard, well I love to be out here in the springtime with the birds and the bees, you sing good, the birds sing good. But they're not like you for me And buzz, buzz, buzz goes the honeybee And tweedly, tweedly, tweedly goes the bird But the sound of your little voice, darling That's the sweetest sound I've ever heard Tell them all enough Buzz, buzz, buzz That's what the honeybee does Tweedly, tweedly, dee You know, the bird does that, roughly Buzz, buzz, buzz Goes the honeybee and Tweedly, dee Año 1940 Un pueblo cualquiera de la meseta castellana El espíritu de la colmena Una visión sensitiva y poética del mundo de los niños Y de su aislamiento en el interior de la familia y la sociedad de la colmena.
espíritu de la colmena. Con Fernando Fernán Gómez. Teresa Jimpera. Y las niñas Ana Torrén e Isabel Tallería. El espíritu de la colmena. Un canto a la imaginación, a la fantasía en una historia auténtica. Los porqués de una niña, su querer saber, sus primeras preguntas y sus primeras respuestas. Cuéntame lo que me ibas a contar. El que... la película. Ahora no, mañana. ¿Por qué el monstruo mata a la niña? ¿Y por qué le mata luego a él? Ana. El espíritu de la colmena. Una película donde se combina maravillosamente la visión del universo infantil con la delicada visualización poética del mundo de los sueños. Espíritu de la Colmena, un film donde lo macabro y lo delicado se funden en unas imágenes de gran belleza. And we're back. This is the Criterion Cruise podcast, and tonight we're talking about The Spirit of the Beehive from 1973, directed by Victor Arisi. No tagline for this film, because it's no? classy. It's classy, Ooh. Reggie. Classy movies don't need taglines. I like that. Synopsis, though. Mm-hmm. In the aftermath of the Spanish Civil War, Ana, a sensitive seven-year-old girl in a rural Spanish hamlet, is traumatized after a traveling projectionist screens a print of James Wales's 1931 Frankenstein for the village. The youngster is profoundly disturbed by the scenes in which the monster murders the little girl and is later killed himself by the villagers. She questions her sister about the profundities of the life and death and believes her older sibling when she tells her that the monster is not dead, but exists as a spirit inhabiting a nearby barn. Mm. When a loyalist soldier, a fugitive from Franco's victorious army, hides out in the barn, Anna crosses from reality into a fantasy world of her own. Bom, bom, Directed by Guillermo del Toro. Wow. I was going to say, like... Uh, going to cut you I, off there. Uh, well, I mean, I'm glad... I mean, I don't think that's an original thought. I think no. A lot of people have, uh, I mean, he says... But that. it's very, very true. Yeah. I mean, it's... I mean, we, haven't I, got, I, we haven't gotten to his movies yet uh, no. in the in the on the show, but we've seen them. We've seen yeah. those backbones from, of the devil. We've seen the labyrinths of Pan. I uh, I watched the five-minute bumper from Guillermo. GDT, uh, and uh, he said that uh, this is his top in his top three movies, and he says because obviously, and you go yeah obviously. I thought you were going to uh, say it's the top of his candy drawer. 
There's <laughs> the top of my candy drawer. I, say, uh, I grab it with my, my copy of The Monsters, and uh, I have a nice time. <laughs> That's how Guillermo talks. Um, and then, uh, what was he saying? He was, yeah, he was basically like, every movie I've made is basically this. And you go, okay, cool. So, yeah, he's, yeah, he's very upfront about it. Mm-hmm. Very upfront very about it. Upfront. So, very upfront. Yeah, uh, I have seen this movie before. Have you? Uh, yeah, it was about 11 years ago that I last seen it, though. Yeah. Which, when you say it like that, it's like, well, it's not that long. That's a long time ago. Uh, it's pretty long. Yeah. Yeah. And I was curious what I would think about it this time out. Post-podcast decision of talking about Criterions every week. That at times feel like it's killing my spirit. Uh, sure. One, one frame of film at a time every yeah. week and then we do this then we talk about that like the, the our show encapsulates the dying inside uh that's happening while watching these things that's what people want though it's, it's documentation of our unraveling they want to see us suffer in bad shape yes yeah. well yeah. uh what about you what do you know about this beehive uh I had heard of it. I'd never seen it. I had heard that it was a Guillermo movie, and I was like, oh, I was like, someone's probably fucking the Gill Man in this one. Uh, but that was not quite what happened. Mm-hmm. You know how that's another thing that he's a big fan of. Oh, I know the joke. Yeah, big fan. So, uh, no, I uh, I didn't know that. And then I read the description, and I, I saw the Frankenstein stuff, and I was like, hmm. I said, I'm into Frankensteins. You are into Frankenstein's. There's a few things I think that uh, you're into uh, in terms of this film's uh, aesthetics. Potentially. I think, I think. Um, Potentially. I'll, I'll throw some names at you later. But uh, first, sure. uh, to give you the lay of the land, uh, the barren landscape of mm-hmm. the film, uh, it is uh, definitely a rural community, kind of agricultural. But even though it doesn't seem like anyone grows anything, it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, there's... There's crops ready to go. It's been tended, but you're not yeah. seeing the the bounty. Um, but we've got the this 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 village in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Could be anywhere, Spain, and it's a period piece with a yep, yeah, as described in the synopsis. Uh, a the film reels have arrived. As this is olden times, there mm-hmm. was the kids weren't just sitting around on iPads watching. Uh, YouTubers uh, opening eggs up. Not yet. Not yet. That's now, I guess. And uh-huh. uh, you have to fight children now to like steal away their your iPad or just like get relegated to them and get to get a new one because they're yeah they're they're fiends. And but it, but it, they are, it also is a convenient babysitting tactic of being like, oh, this child wants this, and they're going to leave me alone for a while. Mm-hmm. Cool. Here you go. You go Why ahead. Not? Go ahead. YouTube have unlimited access to my child's brain. Good. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And they watch those weird Spider-Man but, but, things. You know. But back here, back when 1940, there's some, yeah. some weird old dude who's trying to make a quarter, and people are, have to bring their own goddamn chair to go see the movie if they want to sit in luxury in the old church or community hall or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna watch in a very lit room barely Mm -hmm. darkened uh whatever movie comes your way uh you've never you'll there's no internet to have ruined the experience Mm -hmm. um 
you're going to have a variety of like education in terms of like literary references, which was like a convenient way of watching movies that were based on literature, probably mm-hmm. back in olden times. And even mm-hmm. today is pretty relevant. Though people will now go out and buy books that are, I know the movie's coming, but I wanted to read the book first. What's a book? Exactly. It's those things that people pretend to read. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not familiar with the thing. Okay. Love Netflix though. Love it. Yeah, love Netflix. Good shit. It's good shit. Yeah, very good stuff. So, uh, this is a tale of a small rural town and uh, the sc- a screening of Frankenstein that will go on for a week or two, as long as those quarters, whatever bits, keep coming in. Uh, essentially, it sounds like it's the equivalent of like a dollar for an adult and 50 cents for children. I'm not, I'm not sure what the uh, uh yeah it's um, not, yeah it's the equivalent uh, to me it's like the equivalent of that or is it like a penny or five cents sort of like I don't know yeah it was it was one of these for adults two of these for kids and yeah. in my mind yeah it was like two pennies for a kid and a, like a nickel for an adult per, yeah it's kind of how I thought of it yeah, yeah. so uh so we get these like I, I so the first time I ever watched this I had no idea how much this leaned into Frankenstein at all. So that was like mm-hmm. a pleasant surprise, because uh, even at that time, I don't know if I'd actually watched Frankenstein ever before. That would definitely come. No, no, and but probably about a year, within a year or so, I did finally start watching the Universals. And I got to tell you, RJ, mm-hmm. that that first Frankenstein movie, um, I think, is probably one of the like great movies. Like it's like it's it, people always talk about Citizen Kane a lot, mm-hmm. uh rightly so. But I think Frankenstein is genuinely like one of the first great movies from Hollywood. Uh and you get a little little glimmers of that in the footage that we see in this. Particularly mm-hmm. like that shot of the uh the father walking down the street with the dead girl in his arms. That mm-hmm. still is like pretty grueling <laughs> like it's like yeah. holy shit that dangling arm and stuff like that that's some good uh some good performance of that uh that little actor and just like it looks so real and raw and you're like man this is uh not what you'd expect and so it it kind of drives there's the editing between the the audience in this little you know rural town watching this watching this for the first time and there's not like this like big like hammy like oh i can't believe this is happening it's like just like them watching it mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm not sure i didn't watch any commentary tracks i didn't watch any like behind the scenes about like if the people in that room were watching that movie for the very first time because it's uh, quite yeah it's i mean the kids definitely probably were seeing it for the first time uh 19, yeah. 1973 kids because i don't know if they're big uh universal horror fans uh in the, wherever they filmed this, but so they're maybe they might have been watching it for the very first time. So you're getting some uh, reactions to this, and uh, the, a story. So now you have the two sisters, uh, one one younger, one barely older. I, I would say, uh, they, yeah, they, they like seem, a year or two. Yeah, they're very close in age. Uh, yeah. Calling one older is like, well, one is the older sister, but they're both like little kids. And the girl's like, really, like, why? Because it, it always comes down to this scene of when Fr- Frankenstein walks down by the water. I'll oh, say, should I say <laughs> Frankenstein's monster? <laughs> shut. <laughs> and I to that per, to you, I say, shut up. I think my my favorite was always. Uh... That person who just wrote in, they're like, uh, discovery in an old copy of Frankenstein. And it was, they wrote in pen and it was just like, 
at the very end is like, it's okay if you call me Frankenstein and not Frankenstein's monster. I'm totally cool with that. Everyone knows what you mean. And I went, yeah, I get it. Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm with you, dude. That, that stuff's silly. But uh, Frankenstein is all very, very good. And I uh, I don't trust people who uh, – the bride of Frankenstein uh, truthers who uh, keep saying that that movie is better. It's not. Frankenstein normal yeah. is better. It yeah. just is. Oh, gee. It just is. It, yeah. I, I Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking guy. Yeah. Anyway. So, so. – so the scene that yeah. like kind of haunts her is the, and they never really unpack it fully. Uh, and I've seen this discussed, and I'm not sure if it's cleared specifically in the movie to me, or if it was like conversations around it, um, or if it's in the the novel or if the the letters mm-hmm. of that make up the novel. Yeah. But when Frankenstein comes down to the water, comes across this little girl. She's throwing flowers in the mm-hmm. in, in the, along the riverside, and then. She hands some flowers to, to Frankenstein. Frankenstein throws in the water, but he's all out of flowers. But the, the thing was always that, like, well, he picks up the next, the most beautiful thing to to him, which is the little girl, and he float. throws her in the water because to see her float, and she yeah. doesn't float. He doesn't know that, and she yep. drowns, and it's sad. Mm-hmm. And then he dies, and it's sad. No, yeah. uh, and that's life, man. That's the way she goes, bubs. Life is hard, but eventually it ends, right? Yeah. So this this girl is struggling with this, and her sister's like, "Oh, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later," because she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we have the the parents. Uh, we have uh, Christopher Plummer. Uh, <laughs> we have who? Uh, Christopher, not sorry, not Christopher Plummer. He some somebody yeah, he's, somewhat like he, Christopher he, he, Plummer. He, he's into bees. Uh, yeah, I mean, bees is a valuable, uh, industry. But he's, he's like a hobbyist beeman. Yeah. And an academic. Yeah. Who, who writes about bees. Well, what else are you going to write about? He, he's married to a younger woman, to which he's had these two children, mm-hmm. uh, with. And she's apparently pining over a guy that went off to war. Uh well who hasn't gone off who, to war you know yeah. what I mean yeah or or something like she someone else that she's like uh, into and now she's kind of just floating through life here in the comfort of this like yeah. sh- kind of like I don't know, like pretty nice but kind of bland blank chateau mm-hmm. and this guy's like seems to be very uninvolved with like everything like the children he barely even looks at the dog. The, the dog is like, I want pets so bad. Why don't you pet me? And the guy's just like, eh, I don't care. He's he's too hot. No. He's his ass too hot. Yeah. I love my bees. Yeah. Like, you know. So the one thing I'm going to say, RJ, I don't know if you feel mm-hmm. the same way. So a, a lot of the writing around this film is about the, the, the political elements of, like, the backdrop of this story. What's a politic? What what's a politic? <laughs> yeah, I mean there is a, there does seem to be quite a bit of that in the in the in the talk in the conversation around this. I don't yeah. even know if it's like particularly strong. <laughs> I mean, I didn't uh, I didn't think that until you see that guy for a second. Because even in the bumper where it's like post Civil War, it's like all right, but uh, yeah, I don't think it's a strong aspect of the story, which I think is. In- because when you hear about like the story of like 1973 for like Franco kind of period, because this is like at the end of that 
period. Uh, like to get through that, you had to be sneaky. So you know, you know, you got your, you know, your Paul Nashies doing mm-hmm. werewolf movies, but they're about uh-huh. like, look, they're about corrupted political leaders. Don't you see mm-hmm. what he's trying to say? He's trying to get a message to the people that that there's werewolves or something. You yeah, know? he's wolf pilling them. Well, I mean, you got it. You do got to watch out for the werewolves, Jared. I got to watch out for the wolves amongst us, you know. That's true. That's true. Picking up, picking off the sheep. They can't all be that subtle, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, though. So the film has this opening that is unique to the Spanish of this film, uh, where there's this man, this kind of Bela Lugosi kind of figure, who's like talking about, um, you got to watch out. Uh, I mean, yeah. But watch out for those things that challenge uh, the creation of God. Like ba- Bela Lugosi did. Well, it's like not Bela Lugosi, but he there he is kind of a Lugosi esque man. But he's uh, oh, but he's yeah. a, but he but it's like kind of the authorities saying because they just well, I mean they've just defeated the leftists and I was like now now things can finally go right because we all know con- communism is godless, RJ. <laughs> well, I mean it's forties uh, Europe, baby. Christianity was strong. Mm-hmm. Strong. It was the forties, right? Yeah, nineteen forty. Yeah, 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 yeah. World War Two is happening. That's in another mm-hmm. place. Yeah, it's somewhere else. But you know, Spain. 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 So we get some um, stuff with like it's basically these girls like hanging out in this pastoral mm-hmm. backdrop, going to school. Very pastoral. Very. This movie's like really nice looking. Very pretty. Yes, it is. Um, the 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 older sister tells uh, the younger sister, "It's like yeah, you know, Frankenstein. He ain't dead." And I, I've seen him. So I seen him. I seen him over by the well. Yeah, over by the well in the in that old barn. He, he the king's out there. So the girl's like, "Oh shit, yeah, gotta go check out Frankenstein. You gotta, gotta, yeah. gotta put the question to him. Say, yo, why you, why do you kill that girl in the movie? It's like, well, because he's not dead, but spirits around. So mm-hmm. uh, there's some explorations of that. Yeah, lots of going back and forth to that to that spot, and it's always empty. Until it's not. Um, mm. So yeah, there's some schooling going on. There's some uh, shitty antics with the older sister. She, she's yeah. not. She, she's not. She's not such a great person. I mean, she's a child. So I mean, I mean, yeah. And Anna calls her on her bullshit right away. She's like, uh, "Tell me what you tell me what you know about." And it's like, "I'll tell you tomorrow." And she's like, "You don't know anything." She's like, "Frig off." So uh, yeah, it's an older older sibling thing, but the younger kid sees right through it. I mean, early on, and then she starts to make her own narrative. She chooses her own narrative. Oh, and that she's, and gonna, that, she's gonna get Jack. And that that narrative has Frankenstein in it. Yeah, she's and gonna, I think that's the important she, she, one. No, no more seed oils for her. No, 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 <laughs> no avocado no. oil. That's it. Oh, it's seed in there too. It's above uh, ground. See, that's uh, it's being exposed to the things above. You got to get to the canola. Root. No, canola. no, 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 no. No seeds in canola, no, no, my friend. No seeds. No seeds. Just grains. Hey, they call it rape seed for a reason. Grape seed? Yeah, yeah. grape seed's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Spirit of the Beehive. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a movie. Yeah, that's a film that we watched. Um, sure it is. So anyway. So yeah, uh, a, a a soldier, a guy. Yeah, some dude. He comes. He comes <laughs> stumbling through the field one night. Yeah, and he's like finds the shelter of this 
uh, what Wikipedia refers to as a sheepfold, and he hides out there. And then the the little girl comes by, and she's like, "Holy shit, there is a guy here!" And then she's like, "Is this is this the Frankenstein?" A sheepfold is a sheep pen. No, I have to look that up. I I mean I I know we all were thinking that's what it was, but I I just wanted to I mean, double we all check. Know. We all know about sheepfolds. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she thinks it's a Frankenstein, but yeah. alas. And she starts helping him out, getting him food, getting him a coat. Yep. Cuz she's doing uh she's doing what all the brothers in Christ do and the, taking the, care of each other. That's right, the old man's watch. Set, yeah. Setting up real nice. Oh yeah, there's a scene with uh, there's a whole sequence about mushrooms when the uh, when the daughter yeah. when the daughters are going the daughters go on a hike with their dad and he gives mm-hmm. them some instruction about what mushrooms to watch out for. Good mushrooms, bad mushrooms, poisonous mushrooms. Talks about how her uh how his father would go up to like these mountains off in the distance. And like, there was like a nice little area with beautiful mm-hmm. mushrooms. And then that's the end of it. It's just sort of a, su- a suggestion mm-hmm. of a thing. Um, Mostly just a suggestion. Yeah. So then the, the military police uh, come across this guy hiding out mm-hmm. and uh, they dispose of him bloodily. And then his body's identified. And of course there's some, so he gets straight back to t- the little town and he's like up, you know, up there on the, on the table. Uh, dad comes by to identify. He's like, I have no idea who this is. He's like, well, yeah, this is your coat, right? He's like, well, yes, it is. And this watch, well, that's also mine. <laughs> oh dear, 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 dear. So now there's a little bit, little suggestion of tension, um, yeah. that he's like, well, someone did it. And he brings the watch out at dinner and yeah. There's an, there's a, a glance between father and daughter. Uh, daughter runs away, mm-hmm. and everyone goes looking for her. And then we get some magic realism. Uh, in what sense, Jared? Can you describe what that means? Also, what what I I can even example. Okay. So, you know how Frankenstein doesn't exist. Uh, no. Frankenstein. That's not, that's not what this episode is about today. Well, Frankenstein isn't real. But what if he, <laughs> what if he showed up and there he was and he, and he started talking with you? And, and then, then what? And then he protected you. And was it all a dream? Did he see how, you? And, how, he, and you go, what, ha- what happened? How would he protect you? I don't know. It's, it's like, but it makes you go, wow. I don't know. Maybe Frankenstein is real. Maybe we're the real Frankenstein. Yeah. What, what if you had eyes in your hands? Oh, I like that. I like that. What if you saw a gill man that was pretty attractive? What do you think about symbolisms? I don't know about that. Okay. You lost me. You had me until then, but yeah. you've... What if you just started kept talking to Frankensteins afterwards? What do you think Frankenstein would talk about? I don't know. Like getting snacks and stuff? Mm-hmm. Pain. Pain. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Do you want to go to, like, House of Pain Chicken? Pain. Pain. He's like, Popeyes? Yeah. You know? No. Can't no. Pain. He say. I'm rotting. He say, I think this guy wants a Slurpee, is what I think. And then you go and get him a big gulp. No. Yeah. Can, can Frankenstein's use a straw? I th- I feel like a straw would be pretty tough yeah. for a Frank for a Frankenstein. Yeah. That's the correct like uh the super correct pronunciation of that. Yeah. According to Mel Brooks. 
Yeah, Frankenstein. Yeah. 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 Well, I, what's a Mel Brooks? Um, so anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I like this movie. <laughs> sure. Uh, it's it's well made. It, it goes yeah. by at a pretty good clip, considering mm-hmm. not much happens. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know how, how much I buy into the whole masterpiece of Spanish cinema and that the, the talking yes. about the, the whole allegorical elements of it. I'm kind of like, I mean, that's all well and good. I'm sure that was all mm. relevant, but now it's like, you're watching this and you're like, I don't know what that's that period's past. Yeah. Um, and you can just watch it for what it is. And I think, and this is where I think I, if, if someone were to ask me, Hey, what did RJ think of this film without knowing? I'd be like, I think, I think this is, his jam because it's mm-hmm. got two things for it because one Made is on me. it's it's malikian and i know that rj he likes that terrence malik he likes that vibe um yeah. for one and number two and this is this is the big one it's kind of like what this is uh probably the best jeff lemire movie that there's been oh i see uh in the sense that this feels exactly like a early jeff lemire like graphic novel that never that, that he never made but it's like Essex com- County 2 no no do, do, he did his like horror trilogy that was like his the no mr like the nobody's yeah thing which was like he did yeah. an invisible man story but he did these things yeah. where it's like this is like serious literature but with genre tropes kind of in there but kind like of. but but, yeah. li- but literatureized and i think that this checks that box i think uh big time <laughs> Big time, yeah, because because it's like because basically one could say it's kind of a story about nothing, um, like Seinfeld, yeah, and with this yeah. backdrop of like, well, there's stuff going on, but you don't actually get to see anything about it, and it's all about just sort of like the the lyricism of the cinematography and of just these characters kind of going about their day to day life, and there's like sort of these low key struggles, and there's mm-hmm. uh, I don't I find that the the dejection of like the the parents. Mm-hmm. The, the, the lack of magic in their life uh, is far more appealing than that of an Antione. Uh, yeah. Like to, to me, I, I kind of buy this a lot more. Like this, this seems mm-hmm. like what people are like. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, where, like they're bored, bored, but they're pretty okay with that. But they're mm-hmm. but they are kind of like I don't know. Life sometimes not that interesting. It's a e- big e or energy. Well, who isn't? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Just whoa, whoa, whoa. sadness, Jared. Sadness. Yeah. But yeah, no. Um, I think I, like, I, I think you're on to something. Yeah. So I think uh, I've seen some people talk about the the significance of the title, and they often talk about how the uh, the the house that the family lives in, the the lighting of it, and stuff like that. The, they talk about how it feels like they're in a, a hive. I think that's looking. Make connecting dots that aren't there. I I feel uh, similar. I I don't know about. I was like I don't know about that. I don't know about that one. It didn't really mm-hmm. occur. It didn't really occur to me. And watching it, I was kind of like, Meh, I don't know. Yeah, I would say. Uh, I think that's looking into it a little too much. I don't. I don't know. Not uh, a, not that one. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> of course. Uh, at one point, I was, I was you know concoct as you do when you watch movies. Now, as you concoct clever reviews in your head about what you would what you could say about a movie and i was like man what i really want is like a maybe like a 1990s uh, uh german remake uh directed oh. by like, or directed by uli lamel 
uh, called the the, the I don't know, called the the soul of the anthill, and but instead of ah. but it's about a wolf man, and it's set in like West Germany. That would in, be in the seventies. That would be very cool. That would be very cool. I was thinking more of like Spirit of the Shit Hive. Shit, you got me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like you can do something really I, I, well I mean, thought out. I, I, don't but... know what, I don't know what a shit hive is, but I am curious. I want, I want to see photos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I yeah, I like this. Um, okay. I'm glad. I, I don't know if I, uh, I think I give it like four stars, which I think is just an acknowledgement of like how well made it is. I think it's good. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not in the upper echelons of my personal top 100 or anything like that, but I can be like, yeah, this is a good movie. Uh, and it feels like it's been, it's been a while since, uh, we've watched one of these movies that I feel like, yeah, no, this, this is good. People should watch this. But I think, uh, Guillermo probably has done more for this movie's like ongoing mm-hmm. reputation than the criterion has, but they, but they put it out. I mean, they don't call it the del Toro collection. So I, I mean, they might though, eventually. Yeah. But you yeah, know what I mean? But yeah, for me, it's like, we, we have to go back to like Coco, a talking gorilla. Terms of things that I have found uh, of like of note, uh, of note of merit. Well, I mean, uh, then obviously Equinox. <laughs> oh, Equinox is pretty sweet. Yeah, Equinox is pretty sweet. All so right, anyway, RJ, what did you think of the Spirit of the Beehive? Am I wrong? Um, <clears throat> let me tell you about Spirit of the Beehive. So uh, I had heard about it, but uh, I didn't quite know what it was. And then uh, when I when I read the review or the synopsis, because uh, I always I don't I don't look into movies because people know I don't try. Um, but uh, I do always look to see if Andy would like it. And I read it and I was like, ooh, I said, this sounds good. But she's also sometimes she doesn't want to watch subtitle movies, which I understand completely. Uh, and uh, I was like, do you want to watch this? And she's like, that sounds good. But I am not going to watch that with you. And I went, no problem. No problem. I got it. So I threw this son of a bitch on. And I was like, Frankenstein's? Sick. I went, Spanish Civil War? Sick. And then I saw Guillermo del Toro. And I went, holy shit. The man is here. Uh, I didn't make that Jeff Lemire connection on my own. But I I do agree with you. That is, uh, it's very fitting with the kind of stories he likes to tell. Mm-hmm. a lot of um almost non-stories <laughs> oh yeah almost non-stories but also uh parent child uh relationships and yep. stuff like that and them getting into their own adventures you know jerk as uh people sometimes do oh and there's that's a fairly well done uh tense scene i guess where there's there's a loud sound and a, 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 a loud crash, and yeah. uh, the younger daughter comes running into the room and she just kind of sees her sister, see, just unconscious or dead on the floor. Yeah. And, and there's like a setup of like she was on a chair and there was like a mm-hmm. plant and she's just fallen. And it's like uh, staged out and it plays out for quite a bit, mm-hmm. uh, where it turns out to be an elaborate ruse. Um, it's with Jeff Lemurian. Yeah, with garden gloves. And you're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, this this feels like a uh, so like a, a cartoonist uh, that I, the guys I read, I guess, I mean, and you read mm-hmm. the mirrors are do, doing their serious graphic novel, and this movie yeah. feels like that. It's someone trying to make literature, I guess. Yes, yeah, yeah, uh, fancy 
comic funny books. Yeah. Fancy funny books. Yeah, so I think there's an element to that there. Uh, so I threw this on. Uh, good Sunday afternoon watching. And uh, I would say for... Uh, the the Malik thing I think is also there too. So for like thirty minutes, I was like uh, absolutely dialed in. I was like, ooh, I was like, I'm liking this. I was like, this is grabbing my inte- my attention in all sorts of ways. I like the setup with the Frankenstein stuff. I thought that was cool. I like seeing the theater, uh, and then I was also in my mind. I was like, I was like, this is Guillermo del Toro's favorite shit ever. I was like, you can just tell. Uh, which is fine. Um, but I like the theater and then I like the old beekeeper man. I kind of liked, uh, I like the scene where he's out on his balcony listening to the movie. Like yeah. it's him reading, but like he's hearing the movie and he's like interested by it. And he's just like out there and he's just like listening to the dialogue because it was a good dialogue. Frankenstein's got good stuff. Like you said, Frankenstein's an awesome movie. Um, I also think that, that the way that they, uh, they show, the scenes of Frankenstein in this movie is well done where it's uh they show the setup to it, but they don't actually throw, they don't show him throwing her in, which I think is the right call. Uh, because it's like you said, when you, when you see the daisies and then it cuts to the dad carrying the little girl in the street, it's a, it's a hard cut. And then if you weren't familiar with it, or even if you are, you're just like, Oh yeah, you're like some shit happened there. This is a, uh, Frankenstein's a real movie, man. So I like that. And then I do like the childhood play stuff with it where it's um uh like I like I like the kids staying up and uh the little girl just like asking questions, you know, where it's like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Like I think that stuff is that's good, like sibling um relationship stuff. Cause uh I remember like stupid shit like that, like watching uh I don't know something super bad like say master or not bad but like something do goofy like master of disguise you know master of disguise jared uh the dana dana carvey movie <laughs> i would watch that I, re- I remember like after i watched that i was like 10 or something i remember like like uh sleeping like i don't know somewhere and like my sister's there's like what'd you think of that like that that scene with the peanuts or uh or the turtle scene i was like did you like that I mean, it wasn't life-changing like Frankenstein, but my point is that it happens. Um, it happens. It happens. Or it happened. It happened. It did happen. Uh, so I, I kind of like that stuff, too. So I like all of that. And then I really like the setup of, uh, it's like, you live out. I've seen him. He lives over by the warehouse. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for like 30 minutes, I was really dialed in. And then uh, I'm not going to lie to you it kind of lost me a little bit in the back end or uh, in the middle part, I should say. Um, not like lost me. Like I do, I, I agree with you on everything where it's kind of like, I think, I think this movie looks great. It's exactly the kind of story I like where it's got like some Lemire stuff. It's got great, like Terrence Malick kind of shots where it's just, you know, just landscape shots of stuff. And you're like, man, it's pretty out there. It's got a good story with uh, the backdrop of uh, the Frankenstein stuff. Uh, but I do think it does um, not wander, but uh, I think it does kind of like it, it waddles for a little bit. Uh, and I don't I don't even know what I mean by that. But uh, there there are a couple of parts where I was kind of like I was I was so kind of locked in. And then for like 10, 
20 minutes, I was kind of like, I was drifting around a little bit and I was just like, uh, for a second, I kind of had to catch myself and I was like, what was happening just there? And I actually, I felt bad because I was kind of like, I was like, this seems to be something that I should like a lot. So I, I actually watched the little documentary on this thing because I was kind of just that, like, was, was that you doing penance? Yeah, a little bit. That was uh, the Catholic guilt thing kind of kicking in because I was like, I was like, I feel like I should like this a lot, a lot. And I, I do like this movie, but uh, I, I felt bad that for like half an hour, I kind of like drifted and I was just like, uh, but that's like not the, well, a half hour. And this is literally a third. Well, exactly. Yeah, like I drifted for about a third, like the middle part of this movie. And then I came back and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is good. Uh, but then I was like, oh, man, I was like, would I have liked this more if I was paying better attention the entire time? So I did watch the little um, documentary, which is uh, Footprints of the Spirit, which I'll talk about really briefly. Okay. It's it's kind of like it's kind of talking about the director himself and what he did before and then what this movie influenced after it's not super about uh spirit of the beehive like they do talk about it but it seems more like it's like what what happened to make spirit of the beehive and then what came because of spirit of the beehive so i watched a documentary and it was fine but uh i was kind of like eh. it's like i would have liked a little bit more of uh kind of narrowed in stuff but um i do I do like Spirit of the Beehive. Uh, I do really, I really like the story, and I do. I I think the first thirty minutes of this thing is like ace. I'm, I was like, oh yeah, I was like, I'm on board with this big time. Uh, and then it, it did. It just it lost me a little, little bit in the middle, but that could have just been me. Maybe I was sleepy. Maybe I was too hot, Jared. <laughs> Sweating it out over here. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Could have been that. But uh, yeah, it's a good show. It's a good show. It's a well-made movie, which we don't get a ton of. <laughs> well, we get like I think like most. I mean, after one watches the uh, Robert Zombie uh, Monsters trailer, everything is everything every, 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 pretty everything, good. Everything is uh, beautiful. Yeah, uh, in that's comparison. true. My good, my goodness. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this movie I just felt like it's like oh yeah, no, this is this is good. I like yep. it. I like I like it. It's good. Yeah, I um, agree. I mean, but yeah, no, I think it's fair though. I think this movie could be uh, yeah. a little a little sleep a little uh, sleepy. You a little guys, sleepy. Yeah, you might want to make sure you're not uh, sweating buckets. Um, try maybe, not maybe, to. Maybe comfortable. So, did you wind up watching this on your own? Or did, yeah, okay. yeah, it was, it was just, okay. Just, I, I know the subtitles apparently don't fly sometimes. I mean, you know what? They don't they don't yeah. fly for me either. Uh, a, yeah. a, a nice uh, film in English every once in a while is a, it's much appreciated. And, it's and, just and they're far and yeah. few between. Yeah, like I don't mind them, and she doesn't mind them either. But it's like, uh, like uh, I can't remember what it was. We like because we watch English movies with subtitles too because yeah. we like prefer that. But it is also nicer to be able to like not have to be completely dialed in all the time. Be, like if you need to look away, but you can still hear what is happening. That's also nice, you know. So it's nice to have English sometimes because sometimes the subtitles are uh, taxing. Mm -hmm. is how I would describe it. Speaking of taxing ta and, and the tax man ta taxes. Mm -hmm. um, let's see how taxing the people who hate this film should sure. be. Um, let's take a look here. I'm gonna make these real big. 
real easy on the eyes. So, mm-hmm. we have Ikmaki14. Okay. Half a star. The most boring film I've seen in my life. I had to fast mm. forward through the dry moments because it was simply so mundane. It was actually painful. Um, One of their favorite movies is Little Women, which I feel like is... I haven't seen that film. But I feel like Little Women's probably boring. You know what I mean? That movie. We're, we're talking about... Uh, the new Greta Gerwig oh, one. Yeah, that movie sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that movie's boring. The other favorite films are Lady Bird, Coda, the recent Best Picture winner, and uh, Begin Again. Okay. They uh, one-starred Duck Soup. Oh. This this person. They one-starred Casper, the friendly ghost. They one-starred Holes with John Voight, Jared. Holes. 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 What about Babic? Babic? Let's find Babic. Half a star. Fans of this movie are happy with hollow symbols which have been made by themselves. Mm. A dull, boring picture which has spirit only in its title. Instead of watching this, watch Pan's Labyrinth or A Little Princess again and again. I mean, I guess, you know, but like, but probably not. I mean, I've seen this movie more than Pan's Labyrinth now. Yeah, and I mean, Pan's Labyrinth is a good show, but like, you can watch other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite films include Rosemary's Baby, It's a Wonderful Life, Some Like It Hot, and Notorious. Nude Torious? Uh, no, I wish. I wish. New Torious. New Torious. Or Notorious. Uh, what did they half star? Pain and Gain, the Michael Bay film. Uh, they also have starred Bellflower, Jared. Bellflower. I could see that people that movie not being some people's cup of tea. Yeah, but I mean, you know, they have starred uh, other stuff. Naked Gun, two and a half. I can't. That, there's no way that's a half star film. No way. Max, one star. Mm-hmm. Love the cinematography. Thought the direction was pretty meh. The editing was weak. Come on. <laughs> I, that is one of my favorites. Because I, I, I genuinely don't think a lot of people who say things like that even know what editing what is. What editing is? Yeah. yeah. The acting was fine, I guess. Okay. Okay. But really nothing was going to save this movie. It just really doesn't have enough going on with the characters or a story for it to last as long as it does, which makes it feel like some sequences are just drawn out for the sake of making the movie longer. All of this just made the film boring, and I nearly Mm. fell asleep towards the beginning. (laughs) Towards the beginning? For me, if a movie has a good script but is boring, I might be okay with it, depending on what movie... But this film was just purely boring with nothing going on. I mean... Pure bore. Pure Max. Uh, Max likes Scott Pilgrim, Goodfellas, Raising Arizona, and City of God. Other one-star films include The Power of the Dog, Inception, and Licorice Pizza. Okay. So that's uh that's where what this person's kind of rolling with here. They one and a half starred Good Time. 
The Safties. Wow. The Safties. We got any more? That's a that's a wrap. Well, I mean, there's actually quite a lot of what this is. This movie's actually got a lot of one star reviews for a strange. Well, I mean, I guess it's seen squashed a bunch, but usually these criterion. So people clearly do watch this movie for some mm. reason. Maybe it's because of the GDT. Probably uh, recommend, but um, okay. Probably uh, someone named Sickliest one. There okay. are one and a half stars. There are almost no decent movies starring children. This one is pretty good and gets an extra star. I mean, oh, and then of course it seems like a personal problem. And right after that, just just saw this one and a half stars. Sorry, but this has nothing on the masterpiece Pan's Labyrinth. I mean, the, the, next, right. the next review, one and a half star by Moore Man. Nope. Bo- and then Daniela, boring. Lamau, I'm going to go watch Frankenstein, though. Ah, he's looking over. <laughs> uh, do you want to hear about Moore Man? <laughs> Moore Man? Okay, uh, let me tell you, Jared. Bio. The true painting of the Moorish prince of the House of Wetton, John the Magnanimous, Elector of Saxony, and leader of the Schaumeldeck League. Movies and television are good tools of learning, but are also a major tool of iconoclasm. Iconoclasm is the belief of the destruction of icons and other images or monuments for religious or political reasons to hide the true identity of a people. I primarily love classic American and foreign films of all genres that predate 1970. Classic movies reveal truths hidden behind iconoclasm. I will also be adding modern films from 1970 to the present. <coughs> I like how they say they like American films and foreign films. It's like, is that not every film? I like North American films and non-North American films mostly. Um, okay. You go, okay. Yeah, I, got, I got one here for you. Okay. Big Arge. Mm. Peter, one and a half stars. Damn, I really do not understand anything that was happening. Besides being indulgently entropic, this film crept along at a snail's pace. I didn't understand where the film was going or what it was necessarily trying to say. The Mm. message and theme went completely over my head. Perhaps this is a deeply symbolic film, but its symbols lie not in the film itself, but in the culture that produced it. And unfortunately, I don't know anything about 1970s Spain. Perhaps if I had seen this in another context, I'd have understood it better. Well, it could be said Mm. the gaffer and production designer, etc. did their jobs well. It could be said. Could be said. One must think about the gaffer, RJ. (laughs) Well, it's good for the goose, it's good for the gaffer, am I right? It's hard for me to pass that because the plot was just that cryptic to me that I really don't understand why they chose the setting they did or the visual style that bordered naturalism with its panoramas and its predominantly natural lighting, but also softly accentuated interior shots. It kind of reminded me of Chivo style, minus the handheld work and wide-angled lenses for portraiture. 
Again, it's hard to praise anyone's work when the story's message doesn't shine through like a beacon mm. in the middle of a stormy sea. <clears throat> there could have a beacon, at least eh? been something of a point to the film. But even when it felt irresolute, RJ, yeah. ir- irresolute and aimless for an hour and a half, couldn't find traction and actually got frustrated watching this. He he got frustrated. Yeah. Um, mm. Let's see. This person uh, re- just reviewed the bat. They they don't have a ton of star ratings. They did low star last night in Soho, which I find funny. Uh, but they just reviewed the Batman, and they said, "Why am I the only one popping my vengeacy at the Iceberg Lounge?" Um. It's a, it's a review that they wrote. <clears throat> it's a review yeah. that they wrote about this movie. He uh, hearted Top Gun Maverick. A lot of people heart Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. And five-starred Elvis. Uh, I saw that also. A lot of people are five-starring Elvis. Are they? Although we saw that preview you and I. Hey, I'm a Tom Hanks. I'm a Tom Hanks. He went, hello. And you went, hello? Tom Hanks? Single hips. Ugh. Well, there you go. That's Tom Hanks for you. There you go. We did it. Did we? No. We. I think we let the beehive down. It's going to collapse now. The colony's done. Yeah. And it's going to be left only as a spirit. Ah. It'll just be a husk. A husk? A husk of a hive? That's right. Or or a husk of a busk, you know what I mean? (laughs) Any final thoughts on the spirit of the beehive, RJ? No, I mean, it's a good show. I think people should check it out. It's good. I wish I liked it a little more, but I still liked it. Cool. That makes sense. Sound like a real pose dog. Who, me? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll order 18 uh, white chocolate brownies if you if you want me to. Okay. For me and my friends. All, all my friends. I say, let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go. After the break. Frankenstein will save this podcast. I believe. I believe in him. Oh, he watches over all of us. Who doesn't believe in Frankenstein? Assholes. Yeah. Fuck them.
RJ, what are your thoughts on the uh, impacts of the Franco regime in Spain? I feel like we still haven't really felt the full fallout of uh, said impacts. I mean, politically, economically, social, iconoclastically. I, I, I feel like we just, we're, we're not there, and I don't think anyone's going to be prepared when this fallout actually comes. Huge. You can email us at criteriaincrease at gmail.com, and I don't know, talk about Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo? What about Scooby Doo? Yeah. What? <laughs> We've gotten away with it for those rascally kids. Or uh, the only Franco I care about is Jesus. Jesus Franco? Je- Je- old Jess himself. I thought you were a big Dave Franco guy. James. You don't like Dave? I don't care about that guy. Oh. Hey! Uh, RJ, we got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duncan. You're Barnwolf. Did you know that? You hear about this? We got a YouTube page. We are on Patreon where you can listen to uh, Sheriff Buck and friends. Mm. Frank Black, which I just realized I didn't talk at all about Hard Target, which which stars Frank Black as the villain. Unbelievable. I can't believe it. I fucked up. Why do you do this to me? Uh, I don't know. Why? To hate you. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, yeah. iTunes, Google yeah. Play, Diggity Dog. What else? Diggity Diggity Dog. Diggity Dog? Is that an app or that, is that a website? That's my that's my app. That's your app? Yeah. It's like you order dogs to come and dig up your yard. Diggity Dog. They come and dig the do- up your yard. Do- the dogs love okay. digging, right? Yeah. 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 And like, but the problem you? is sometimes you don't want a dog. And but you, you, you want, want the you want the like I don't know the joy of a dog hanging out, but like they gotta get paid. And you don't want to pay them money. They don't they don't use money, so you have to give them entertainment. Mm. Um, so people are like, man, I'm sick of my dog digging up my yard. So they bring them to you. Okay, it's bringing people with likes or urges that they need to fulfill together. Like all great, all successful apps are about. Uh, fulfilling people's urges. Do you, um, know about, do you know about urges, RJ? I mean, I was in an alley the other day and I smelled the whiff of pizza and I was kind of like, I would almost go buy that pizza from that guy. But there's no slots in, uh, available. But there's no slots available. But Diggity Dog doesn't have that problem. No. Because there's always dogs available. The dogs are always ready and willing to dig until they're sleeping. And then it's like, well, fuck off, dude. I'm, I'm having a nap ski. Hey, next yeah. week though, RJ. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know about Japanese horror movies? No. Okay. Well, we got one. Oh, um, we do. Yeah, yeah. You know about uh, Nobu Nakagawa? You know about that guy? Yeah, he's one of my favorites. You know about 1960? Uh, I wasn't alive, but sure. Do you know the uh, the 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 Japanese word uh, for hell? Um, podcast. Ooh. That's pretty good. Uh, also, I would have accepted uh, Jigoku. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, do you know what another uh, name for uh podcast is? Uh, Jigoku? Death? Corpse. Could you describe what that means, Jarrett? Corpse is coming. Holy 
shit. We can't, he can't be stopped. Holy shit. I, we might hit 10 emails next week. <laughs> it <laughs> might don't, happen. Don't, don't feed the beast. <laughs> it might happen. Maybe if we hit 10 next week, maybe Corpse can read out the emails. Ooh. <laughs> Even better, baby. Yeah, if, uh, if anyone's ever wanted, I don't know, to ask the Walking Dead anything... I mean, it's your opportunity. It could be your last opportunity. I'm not sure what the staying power of corpses are like. Uh, I mean, they. I, I'm. I mean, it's, it's going to be a weird experience. I mean, we. Uh, very little is known of corpse. He came. He saw. He conquered. You know what I mean? No, that doesn't make any sense. He came. He came. The conqueror. Is what I said. King the Conqueror. King the Conqueror. Yeah, I was talking about, you know, I know you're a big MCU guy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, very little is known about Corpse. And uh, I think uh, this might be shocking for some people. Corpse is coming. Hmm. All will be devoured. Ooh. Good night. Woo!